Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. What you're about to see is nothing short of a miracle. So revolutionary that at this point in time, there is nothing else like it anywhere. You may ask yourself, how is this possible? Computers, that's how. He has a machine and a cord right out of his computer. Prepare to make computer-to-computer computer computer contact. That is an idea. Holy mackerel. The internet, that's the one with email, right? You've got mail. Yeah, who said that? Thank you! God bless the internet. That's where the real action is. Come on and take a look. This could be very interesting indeed. Getting the insight into the president-elect's thinking here, but let me try this. Uh, did anyone involved in the Trump campaign have any contact with Russians trying to meddle with the election? Absolutely not. And I discussed that with the president-elect just last night. Those conversations never happened. But they never made a phone call to Russia. They never received a phone call. It's all fake news. Well, of course not. I, they're, they're, of course not. Why would there be any contacts between the campaign? No, there are not. It's absurd. Uh, and, you know, there's no base to it. They'll say anything to be able to win this. I mean, this is time and time again, lie after lie. It's disgusting. It's so phony. I mean, I can't think of bigger lies. There's no collusion between me and my campaign and the Russians. There, there is no connection. You've got Russia. If the president puts Russian salad dressing on his salad tonight, somehow that's a Russian connection. I have nothing to do with Russia, folks, okay? I'll give you a written statement, nothing to do. So no and collusion so, whatsoever between anybody involved with Trump and anybody involved with Russia in the 2016 campaign? No. I mean, I have nothing to do with Russia. I don't have any jobs in Russia. I'm all over the world, but we're not involved in Russia. We have no dealings in Russia. We have no projects in Russia. We have nothing to do with Russia. I mean, to me, it's without a question, you know, reads and smells like a witch hunt. We've been going on this Russia-Trump hoax for the better part of a year now with no evidence of anything. I can't think of bigger lies. Yeah, I can't either. <laughs> Welcome to the to the Tuesday edition of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pig, broadcasting live on IndieMediaWeekly.com worldwide. And, of course, uh, getting the band back together, everybody. Rain from Fort Freedom's blog, fresh offer, big July bash with Bobber down in Washington, D.C. Hello, Rain. Welcome back. Hello. Our Bobber bash actually devolved into a the fuck is up with Trump discussion after brown liquor got involved <laughs> so it's just, what the hell so <laughs> uh yes they I might be guilty though they might be guilty there's a good chance i may have committed some light treason light light treason <laughs> and of course uh joe santorsa scranton pennsylvania dubbing tonight uh indictment tuesday or treason tuesday I like Indictment Tuesday. Yes, uh, I like Joe Indictment Tuesday. <laughs> yeah, they're both good. But yes, uh, uh, Joe Santoris of Scranton, Pennsylvania. The Electric City also heard on the Tim Carmel Show. Hello, sir. Hi. One more elephant killer off the streets is good for me. <laughs> amen. Holy God. Actually, you know what? I have a new amen. I just That's so funny <gasps> you said that. I've got a brand new amen from Twin Peaks. Hey! Amen! Yes. <laughs> Bobby Briggs from Twin Peaks. I've got a lot of new Twin Peaks clips. What the hell? I'm, I'm Twin Peaks crazy. 
So, <laughs> um, yes, and uh, in, in case uh, in case any of us have microphone issues too, I also have uh, this too. Is this thing on? Is this thing on? Yeah. So <laughs> anyway, I'm I'm in a jovial mood because holy God, what uh, what has America done? <laughs> uh, well, you know what? Um, I, I just picture the uh, Trumps. Ending up like the Romanoffs. That that could be good. Yeah, in a basement somewhere with all their jewelry sewn into their underwear. <laughs> oh, that that uh, that jewelry would get some some stank on it. <laughs> it, it would. It would. I mean, I'm thinking Eric and and, and Eric and uh, and Don, Don Junior off the off the uh, hunting trail. That mm-hmm. would be good enough for me. What I got a question. Uh, uh, what kind of procedure was done to all the Trump children to give them like robotic mouths? Because they none of their mouths are the mouths they were born with. All of their their grills are, are like it, it's like they've got cybernetic implant teeth. You know, uh, it's it's creepy. It, it's like they they don't fit their mouths. They don't speak right. And if you look at old pictures of them, I mean, I mean, they looked. Their teeth were fucked. I mean, it's not just braces. It's like well, uh, I don't know. Like, I think I think the Eric Eric's teeth still looked a little bit messed up. Yeah, yeah. But Don Junior and Ivanka, well, the, the, something happened there. Yeah, the, and Ivanka's. It, it's almost like they had an overdose of Botox. Oh, or an overdose. Oh, of, come uh, on, come on. That is that's not a flaw. That's design. Yes, well, okay, right. Novocaine, Novocaine. <laughs> they were given Novocaine, and it never wore off. Yeah, so... I mean, their uh, mouths don't move. It's like it's like their mouths are, are stretched over teeth that are too big. Yeah, they got a big, you know, maw full of chiclets. So, yeah. No. <laughs> but, uh, okay, so we've gotten lots of reaction over this. In case anybody doesn't know, uh, honestly, the some of the best setup for what actually happened came from the one and only Stephen Colbert. His analysis of this was brilliant. Um, and, uh, Rain, you, you uh, sent it to me, and I, I saw it independently, too, and I was like, oh, my God, this is just brilliant. So, in case anybody doesn't know what happened with uh, Donald Trump Jr., this was even... This is from last night, before he did his document dump today. <laughs> <laughs> which is a whole other story almost in and of itself but uh but yeah so here we go this is stephen colbert from last night part one on um the the russia the meeting with uh, a russian attorney and i've been saying basically you know and oh and i gotta tell the two of you i was over in a comment section um today you know i know i should never go you'll never find the more wretched hive of scum and villainy. I was on a comment section, and this one guy was like, "Well, well, is collusion an actual crime? Is is actual collusion in in and of itself is it a crime?" And I just put Trump cult for for, for uh, last twelve months. No collusion. No collusion. No collusion. Uh, and then I put Trump cult today. Collusion? Pff, no big deal. <laughs> you know. I mean. Because they've been lying to you. 
They have been lying to all of us that there was no collusion. That there was, and now it's like, oh, it was just they were just doing opposition research with a foreign yeah. government mm-hmm. <laughs> that is not our ally. Um, yeah, but uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Charles Charles Man Charles Manson was just there to borrow a cup of sugar. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no collusion, no collusion, no collusion. Now, collusion? So oh what? God. So what? It's just collusion. I mean, what what happens? It's just a, it's a tiny bit of treason. It's light. It's okay, light. So, it's light treason. There's a good chance I may have committed some light treason. Light treason. That's all. Joe, light. what were you going to say? Uh just to put this in perspective, they they were to, going to accept Apple research from a foreign uh, person, a foreign yeah. national. Yes. If you recall, there was a little story that went on during the campaign that uh, one of those uh, right wing, uh, you know, uh, investigative journalists they call themselves. Yeah. Uh, set up a. a uh, a little sting operation where they sent Canadian citizens to one of Hillary's uh, rallies and they try to buy a t-shirt, which of course is a, a campaign contribution. Mm-hmm. And they try to film this thing. And at least the, the vendors were savvy enough to say, and they said, Oh, we're from Canada where we, we, but we're big fans. And they said, well, we can't sell you the t-shirts and they, but they thought they would. And then they would have them for FEC violations because uh. you can't sell something of value. Right now, these they, they would have made a big thing out of those T-shirts. Sure. And so, just to put it in perspective, what they tried to do back in I think it was last last June or July. Uh, just keep that in mind because that's exactly what he did, only on a bigger scale. <laughs> oh, a huge scale. Uh, yep. So, uh, <laughs> but anyway, all right. Let's get to the Colbert stuff to, so we make sure we get through all of it because Colbert really does uh, in in a in a extremely humorous way does a brilliant breakdown of what uh dumb donnie jr did with the russian lawyer on june 9th of last year donald trump jr met with a russian lawyer after being promised damaging information on hillary clinton wow you yeah whoa yeah whoa. yeah you took the right out of my mouth you I mean, you could knock me over with whatever you use to knock over someone who isn't the least bit surprised. (laughs) Everything with this family that you think is, turns out to be. The meeting took place at Trump Tower and included Jared Kushner and then-Trump campaign manager Paul Manafort and proves that at least some in the campaign were willing to accept Russian help. So, it's not a smoking gun, but it is a gun... Meeting with a Russian bullet about their mutual desire to smoke. (laughs) Pretty damning. But Don Jr. had a good explanation. It was a short introductory meeting. I asked Jared and Paul to stop by. We primarily discussed a program about the adoption of Russian children. Yes, I think they were talking about the adoption of little Timmy Kislyak. Adorable. Adorable. Want someone... Won't you reach out? Someone reach out. That kid eats a lot. That kid will eat you out of house and home, that kiss kissing yak kid. Um, <laughs> yeah. So yeah, so that that that's the wind up here. Uh, is and what I'm what I, I I 
I know a lot of analogies have been floating around about this today, but I came up with one. And basically, the excuse that Donald Jr. is giving is, yeah, I totally wanted to collude. I wanted to, to you know, get this information, but I didn't, so no big deal. That's like saying, okay, well, I went to buy cocaine, but I ended up with a, <laughs> with a pound of baby laxative or a kilo <laughs> A kilo of baby. I guess they weigh the the cocaine in in kilos. Uh, you know, it, it, so you know, I, I it wasn't really a crime because I didn't get the drugs that I wanted to buy illegally. Or you I know? paid the hooker five dollars. Yeah. <laughs> it turned out to be a co- it turned out to be a cop. So yeah, it's not a crime. It wasn't yeah. a real hooker. How could you put me in jail? I mean, yeah, exactly. This is uh oh my god. Or it could be. You know, the guy who was like, he went to go have sex with a woman and decided not to have sex with a woman. And then came back and said, hey, babe, I went to have sex with a woman, but I didn't have sex with her. So we're good, right? Exactly. Exactly. So, um, but but then again, I think we need, we, we the analogy should be criminality because you never know. There might be, maybe that, that, uh, that goodness and change of heart that gentleman had would have got been okay. I don't know, but um, but uh, uh, but the the criminal intent. activity, yeah, the, the yeah, there's the intent. So um, so all right, so that was that was that was the windup. So here's the this is the next one, um, and um, he really, I mean, uh, so uh, what who what was it? Salon, is that who covered this? The the, the link you sent, Rain. It was like I Salon? think that was Slate. Slate. This is the Slate. Alpha Bank. Yeah. Uh, well. Um, yeah, that was last October. Slate. Oh, okay. Well, uh, yeah, I'm not sure uh, what what clip we're on, but uh, no, she. Uh, yeah, uh, you you sent the link that that was covering Colbert, um, and, and it was like oh, that I mean, was Esquire. Esquire, was Esquire. Esquire. I get all those. I, mixed I sent up. a lot of links today. No, it's okay, but yeah. Ken so, and Joe, you guys know. I'm like, I gotta catch up. I know. <laughs> Yeah. It was like, yeah, it, it, it's Christ. it's bonkers. So, uh, but yeah, so Esquire, I mean, Colbert had such a cogent point in all of this. Esquire was like, oh, we're going to write an article about this because it's yes. something else nobody <laughs> else was talking about. So uh, here's part two. I'm not sure where we are because he said a lot of great stuff, but here's part two of four. In the end, much ado about nothing other than the fact that five White House advisors then confirmed that Don Jr. only took the meeting because the lawyer promised to provide damaging information on Hillary Clinton. (laughs) So, like all the most innocent people, Don Jr. offered a second explanation. I was asked to have a meeting by an acquaintance I knew from the 2013 Miss Universe pageant with an individual who I was told might have information helpful to the campaign. I was not told her name prior to the meeting. I asked Jared and Paul to attend, but I told them nothing of the substance. Let me break that down for you. (laughs) What he just said in that press release. We're supposed to believe that during the height of the presidential campaign, on the advice of a guy he met at the Miss Universe pageant, Don Jr. said, Hey, Jared, Paul, I know you guys are a little busy right now, but I need you to come to a meeting. With who? I don't know. (laughs) About what? I'm not telling you. (laughs) Okay, we're in. Now, that's... That's his story. That is his story. (laughs) Hey, you guys are busy. Do you want to go to a meeting? With who? I don't know. 
what's it about? I'm not telling. And then they went. Manafort. <laughs> somebody called him Polly Walnut's Manafort today on, <laughs> on, yeah. on, uh, on Twitter. I and thought I, of him like that. I laughed. Yeah, he's Polly Walnuts. <laughs> so, well, I don't know what that's from. Is that from Goodfellas? No, 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 no. Soprano. Soprano. Okay. All right. So uh, I'm not a gangster uh, show guy, um, but um, but yeah. So uh, how how believable is that? Not believable not, at all. Not. <laughs> not. Uh, yeah. I mean, I uh, I you know what I can't think of. I can't think of bigger lies. I can't think of bigger lies. Well. You 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 have the best lies. Well, actually, the worst <laughs> lies. The worst lies. I oh, I want to play this too. Um, uh, th- this is a great clip. Um, uh, from uh, oh, let me see who said this today. Um, or last night. This is uh, Bakari Sellers had one of the best one-liners about this. This looks like a House of Cards plot run by the Three Stooges. It does. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, <laughs> um, <laughs> my God, it, it's it's so dumb. And and yeah. after today, but uh, all right, I I don't want to drag my feet too much on this clip here because there's there's more. Here's the here's the second one from Stephen Cole or third one from Colbert. Don Jr. claims he didn't know her name, but it turns out she's a Kremlin connected lawyer named. Natalia Veselnitskaya. <laughs> Although she also answers to her Bond girl name, Corruption Galore. <laughs> that sound cue was not indicated in the script here. Generally, they tell me when that's going to come. Now, remember... Donald Trump Jr. was there to receive damaging information about Hillary Clinton, but he was disappointed by Natalia Veselnitskaya saying her statements were vague, ambiguous, and made no sense. So I assume she was immediately hired as a Trump speechwriter. Instead, Natalia Veselnitskaya Changed the subject to Russian adoption, and Don Jr. says it became clear to me that this was the true agenda all along, and that the claims of potentially helpful information were a pretext for the meeting. So the excuse is I tried to collude, but I didn't get anything. That's like saying, Yes, Your Honor, I broke into the house, but there was nothing worth stealing. So if you think about it, they were robbing me. Yeah, and again, you know, uh, it, it, he he walked away with a kilo of of uh, baby laxative instead of cocaine. Now that baby laxative co- could come in handy for his father. Oh no, we don't want to keep that get that near him. Yeah, so. <laughs> uh, yeah. This is well, not quite stunning. Yeah. Oh. Well, you know, and and some of it makes starting to make sense. You know the. Like the puzzle, it's like a jigsaw puzzle. Starting to the picture, starting come, to come clear. Yeah, you know, uh, and and I think Chris Matthews made a great point when he said that uh, th- th- now now all the all the fear of of uh, Michael Flynn makes sense because Flynn maybe he can't give up Donald Trump, but he could give up Trump Jr. You kind of wonder what those two were up to during this time. 
Yeah. And what Flynn has on him. Mm-hmm. You know, this could only be... Trump or Trump Jr.? Trump Jr. I think Trump knows what Flynn has on his son. I know, I think Trump knows what he was up to, what they were up to. I don't think this was the only attempted contact that they had. And uh, later on, in case anybody's forgotten about all of the different contacts that uh, the Trump campaign has had with Russian officials, um, Alison Camarota has a nice breakdown that I'll play later. So just in case you forgot any of those names, everybody, (laughs) because that list is huge, huge. Fucking a. Uh, yeah, yeah, but you, uh, um, I, I, I just want to say this to if if any Trump cultists happen to stumble upon uh, upon the podcast or something, um, I just want to let you know today for lunch, I had a wonderful gyro while all you were eating crow. <laughs> Collusion. But you know those crow. Those people don't even don't even see it. They really don't. They don't. Well, like I said, the 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 you know their tat their line for the last year in the hive of scum and villainy has been like, "There's no collusion. There's no collusion. You libtards. There's no collusion." And the, today they're like, "Hey, what's the big deal with collusion, everybody?" Exactly. They, it was just That's opposition a- research. Fuck off. Exactly. They'll they'll lower the bar every time. Every time they'll lower that fucking bar. In, right now, the bar is warping at the co- molten magma surrounding the core of the Earth. <laughs> the core of the but Earth is right. not molten. It's just no collusion, no collusion, no... I, th- I, I would... If anybody wants to go into Trump's tweets, I bet you he said at one point there was no collusion with Russia. Oh, yeah. That, that little... I'm pretty yeah. sure he probably did tweet that. Yeah. And yet, here we are, his son colluded with Russia. I love it because it's like there was no collusion because collusion is bad. But now... I'm telling you. There was collusion and they lied about there being no collusion so collusion and lying is good. God damn it. I'm telling you, if if they... If Russia... If Russia... (laughs) (laughs) If Trump... (laughs) If the White House... Russia. Tomorrow said, yes, we not only helped the Russians, we actually had them change vote counts in Michigan, Pennsylvania, Ohio, and uh, Wisconsin. And that's it. You know you know what the Trump cult would say? Well, at least they didn't do Ohio. See, <laughs> see, or, or something like, see, they're being very transparent about everything. Yeah, yeah. So well, isn't that what Trump said? Yes, and, yeah. and he oh, also yeah. said his son was a high-quality individual. You know, there's high-quality fertilizer you can buy for gardens. Yeah. Somebody- you know what? There's also top-line fertilizer. Top, top-line fertilizer. <laughs> All right, last one from last one from Colbert uh, on this, because he really just knocked it out of the park. Don Jr. is careful to point out that my father knew nothing of the meeting or these events. Bullshit. So we're supposed to believe that Donald Trump had no idea what was happening at the highest levels of his own campaign. Yeah, it checks out. Yeah, it checks out, yeah. And the acquaintance from Miss Universe who set up this meeting between Don Jr. and the Russian attorney is a guy named Rob Goldstone, a music publicist, who, on the day after Trump's election, 
posted a picture of himself on Instagram wearing a Russian T-shirt. He did. He's just, that's understandable. He's just wearing the championship merchandise. All the, all the Hillary T-shirts were sent to small villages in third world countries. Here's the thing. You cannot talk about the facts of this story without sounding like a crazy person. Because Goldstone, who set up the meeting, did it at the request of a Russian pop star he manages named Emin Agarilov, who is the son of Aris Agarilov, billionaire Russian oligarch, friend of Putin, and sponsor of Trump's 2013 Miss Universe pageant. Trump even appeared in one of Emin Agarilov's videos. Emin, let's get with it. You're always late. You're just another pretty face. I'm really tired of you. You're fired. I gotta say, I got swept up. I did not know that the fall of Western democracy had such a fat beat. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, that song's fucking terrible, by the way. Um, uh, But yeah, that was... uh, Colbert actually saved me the job of getting that audio, even though I did get that audio (laughs) from from (laughs) Emin. Emin, I did a little differently. I got the very tail end of the song with Trump... uh, um, doing his stupid TV shtick. But, um, Rain, you shared that video a while back. It was a long time yes. ago. In, yes, in da- dare like I over say, six months ago. <laughs> dare I say you were... Precient! Because that <laughs> video, that's no joke. That is the the tie that's the 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 you know that's the it's a the, really big tie that's the face it's in a the really puzzle big tie and i didn't even know it until today that's i mean the, I, yeah. I you know it's it, hard to keep track of all these russian names yeah but all i knew is like okay that's the son of the oligarch who trump got in contact to make sure that he could get his miss universe pageant there mm-hmm. and anybody who read the donald trump jr tape or emails today you'd know that somebody in there said yeah i just talked to emin and his father wants to get in touch with you yeah Yeah. i mean this is really really weird it's bonkers yeah honestly god there are less russian names in anna karenina (laughs) but that video that video he he decided to be a part trump did to yeah. be a part of this Emin video. And and going back, and I know we've talked about it on the show before, but, you know, they placed Russia against the United States. They they, they highlighted the Ukraine. It, yeah. It's so weird. I think a more <laughs> so modern... weird, guys. I think a more modern... Yeah, I, I think a more modern reference, Joe, would be there's more names than Game of Thrones at this point. Because, uh, <laughs> yeah, I... I, I but well, I always go. thought Anna Karenina was timeless. <laughs> yeah, but anyway, <laughs> it is. I just but, never uh, read it. Uh, you can't unless you, unless you know Russian. I mean, no, there true. are there are not only a thousand Russian characters in it, like all Russian novels. But each character has about just like in uh, uh, Lord of the Rings, every character has like three names. Hmm. Three different names that they go by. So you know, like it's like ridiculous. But anyway. Uh, right. Getting back to Rain's point. Yeah, um, last point before break, because we're going to get right Evan back on this, Evan has one too. name. 
Emmon. Emmon. <laughs> yeah. No, go to break. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. So keep your point, uh, 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 make a note, and uh, when we come back, we'll uh, get into lots more uh, nonsense here from the Trump cult. Cat uh, is going to be joining us uh, in the rotator slot. Um, seeing she had a bit of a work crisis, she said, um, and going to see if uh, she needs a little bit of time. She might come on at eight. We'll see what she says here momentarily. Uh, so everybody, hold tight. We'll be right back, and uh, it, it has to be done. I've been playing. I'm wearing out this MP3. Everyone, macaroni song, song of love and outrage to the Trump cult. We'll be right back with more. Turn up the night right after this. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. Occasionally, I get a jerk like you here, so thank you. KennyPick.com. When you living with stress This is what you play to get shit off your chest This is what you play when people got you fed up This is what you play when you just don't give a fuck This is what you need when your car breaks down This is what you need when there's traffic all around This is what you need when you just walk in And catch your fiance with your best friend This is what you play when you get laid off And find out that your final check's way off This is what you need when you run out of weed Or your baby mama tripping with your firstborn seed This is what you need when them ends don't meet This is what you need when you fighting in the street This is what you play when you all the way through This is what you play when you say fuck you, fuck you. This is something real for everyone who feels like Throwing middle fingers in the air If you ever been stuck or down on your luck Throw your motherfucking fingers in the air Something real for everyone who feels like throwing middle fingers in the air. You. If you ever been stuck or down on your luck, throw your motherfucking uh. fingers in the air. This is what you play if your boss is a jerk. This is what you play when you on the way to work. This is what you need when you come up shoulder or at the drive through when they fuck up your order. This is what you play when you waiting in line. This is what you play when people wasting your time. This is what you need when someone breaks your heart and says me and you we need some time apart. This is what you play when you got dirt on your shoulder. This is what you play when the police pull you over. This is what you need when you just can't stand it. Every time you do right they take you for granted. This is what you play when we in a recession. This is what you play when politicians don't listen. This is what you play when you all the way through. This is what you play when you say fuck you, fuck you. This is something real for everyone who feels like throwing middle fingers in the air. If you ever been stuck or down on your luck, throw your motherfucking fingers in the air. Something real for everyone who feels like throwing middle fingers in the air. If you ever been stuck or down on your luck, throw your motherfucking fingers in the air. Fuck you, I'm me. That's how I'ma do. If you don't like it, fuck you, do you? If you don't like it, say fuck you too. Or some of you might say suck my food. This is about being real with yourself. Sometimes you gotta say fuck everybody else. Sometimes you gotta let people do what they do. Sometimes you gotta stop them and say fuck you, fuck you. This is something real for everyone who feels like throwing middle fingers in the air. If you ever been stuck or down on your luck, throw your motherfucking fingers in the air. This is something real for everyone who feels like throwing middle fingers in the air. If you ever been stuck 
or down on your luck, throw your motherfucking fingers in the Hey, this is Brad Friedman from bradblog.com and the Bradcast, heard right here on Indie Media Weekly. Thanks for supporting truly independent media right here on Indie Media Weekly. Indie Media Weekly Radio is proud to bring you the Thomas Jefferson Hour, a radio program that models civil discourse, critical thinking, and good citizenship. Join nationally acclaimed humanity scholar and award-winning first-person interpreter of Thomas Jefferson, Clay Jenkinson, for the Thomas Jefferson Hour, Tuesdays at 10 a.m., Sundays at 4 p.m. The Thomas Jefferson Hour on Indie Media Weekly Radio. Visit them at jeffersonhour.com. Get ready for the fastest two hours in radio. Listen to Paul's Memory Bank live every Monday from 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern right here on Indie Media Weekly. Your DJ, Paul, will serve up a mix of classic rock, pop, and novelty music all tied together with a weekly theme. That's Paul's Memory Bank every Monday from 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern exclusively on Indie Media Weekly. Extraterrestrial radio, all the power without the tower. Hi, I'm Tim Cormall, host of The Tim Cormall Show. And I'm Joe Santos, a co-host and head mechanic of The Clown Car Garage. Each week, our guests join a roundtable discussion of the political news of the week and peek into the GOP circus tent. And of course, no circus is complete without clowns. And each week, I inspect the clown car to see what obnoxious fumes they have been spreading all around the country. So join us each week. Admission is free, but just one word of caution. If you see the GOP clown car, get out of the way. They're terrible drivers. Hey, Joe, what was that? Uh, I think we just lost another clown car. Tune in for the Tim Coromall Show on Indie Media Weekly Radio, Mondays and Wednesdays at 8.30 a.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly Radio. IndieMediaWeekly.com Extraterrestrial radio, all the power without the tower. This is Stephanie Miller. You're listening to Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. Great Scott! What is that? It's really weird, but it's also the coolest fucking thing I've ever heard in my whole life. It's terrible, by the way. Totally overproduced. The first known instance of a man who was killed because he had lousy ratings. Oh my God! They've killed Kenny! You bastard! What a worth It's showtime! It is showtime, and welcome back to it. And of course, joining me as always, uh, Joe Santors of Scranton, Pennsylvania, the Electric City. Welcome back, sir. Hello, Joe. Hi. There you are. So, uh, <laughs> there he is. Is this thing on? Is this thing on? Is this thing on? <laughs> I'll, tell you, I'll, tell you, I'll tell you how good the news was today. I actually found out that my credit card was stolen, and oh, I was no. still in a great mood. Oh, yeah, good. but I was still, good. still in a great mood. Excellent. Yeah, yeah. Just, somebody tried to 
buy some a washing machine down in Bowling Green, Kentucky. <laughs> Wonderful. Which, uh, which, which, <laughs> my household will forever be known as the Bowling Green Massacre. Oh, there you go. There you go. Well, uh, <laughs> I will uh, work my way over to, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, give you a, a rim shot for that. Uh, here you go. Uh, there you go. And, of course, Rain from Four Freedoms blog in Washington, D.C., fresh off your magnificent party. Welcome back. Yes, in case you have not heard, Miss Francie Pants arrived with her betrothed. I did. I saw pictures, and I, I was so excited. That's so great. I, I got Susan and I got to make it down next year, no matter what. It's, we're we're doing it next year. It's, it's gonna. It's happen. all good. It's all good. But I, Francie showed up. That's awesome. Yay, Francie was Francie. like, "You all need to stop." To-. No, we're going to talk about Trump. No, yeah. she did not. It was it was just really awesome. It was awesome. Yeah. I met Francie and her husband, Miguel. Let's go nice. with Miguel. Did she say his identity? Uh, did sure, she say it's sure. too much? She. Oh my God! Yes, she did. Did she? <laughs> she did say it's too much. She starts. Okay. She starts. And that swinging. was after we gave her too much liquor. Oh, nice, nice. And of course, uh, uh, joining us, uh, uh, better late than never, Cat in the Rototer uh, co-host slot. How you doing, Cat? I wish I could say I was doing well, but I really want to stab. Everything from computers to corporate security people right now. Hmm. All right. Mm, sounds like a personal problem, but go to it. <laughs> well, it's more of a professional work-related problem. But ah. <laughs> okay. Well, I, I wish you the best. I wish you the best. But uh, uh, anyway, well, Joe, you were, you were about to make a point before uh, we went to the break. Do you remember what you were going to say? Are you kidding I'm sorry. <laughs> that, Sh- that, that's been, long gone. Should have made a note. You'll think it. You'll think should've, it. Should have. All right. Come back. So uh, I want to play this clip, everybody, uh, just in case. Uh, this is the only one I have for this. But um, Allison Camarota, I might, I might cut it short because there's some, um, there's some other. Uh, well, no, I might just play the whole thing. This is Allison Camarota with uh, uh, Karun uh, Demarija. I don't know if I'm saying that right. I apologize. Uh, you wonderful uh, reporter on CNN. <laughs> uh, but uh, Alison Camerota might say it. Uh, but uh, Karun, I think, is definitely her first name. But uh, in case anybody's forgotten about all of the contacts from uh, the Trump uh, administration and the campaign uh, with Russians that they lied to us about, well, here's a list. I know that it's hard sometimes for people following along at home to keep track of all of these different threads particularly since there are a lot of people now who were connected to the Trump campaign that seem to have forgotten or for whatever reason did not disclose their meetings with Russians. We have a list of seven. Michael Flynn, Paul Manafort, J.D. Gordon, Jeff Sessions, now Don Jr., Jared Kushner, Carter Page. So I know that you're on Capitol Hill every day. You're the congressional reporter. I mean, is there a feeling among lawmakers that they are tired of having to talk about this so often and that they wish that there were some sort of better answers coming out of the White House? Um, I think that there's probably, there's that fatigue happening, but but not really in an equal way on both sides of the aisle. Um, Democrats are getting tired of 
the White House coming up with, well, we didn't know. Well, this is just one sort of a meeting. It was just a casual meeting to discuss something that had nothing, you know, was not that important, wouldn't have run afoul of the law with, with someone who happened to be Russian. They're getting sick of that line coming from the administration and saying, this is a pattern. For some reason, you're able to talk about meeting with other foreign nationals, but when it comes to time to, when it comes up, the, the question about whether you met with Russians, you just have this big hole in your memory, and it's a collective hole for everybody that seems to have been affiliated with the Trump campaign team, with the Trump transition team, and now people that are still in the White House as well. The Trump collective hole, yes. And uh, and how long, uh, did anybody set their watches to see, uh, or their stopwatches to see how long it takes before Paul Ryan comes out and says, oh, well, he was new at this. He was new. Well, as far as I know, um, uh, 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 butthole Don. Well, just real Donnie quick, uh, butthole Jr. is but, not new at this. No, no, and not not all not only that, but butthole Donnie Jr. Um, is uh, he's he's an American and he's been one for several decades. So even if if they try and play the well, I didn't know. Mm-hmm. You you mm-hmm. don't. Th- uh, 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 how did you not? How did you not? You're well, Ivy, was, Ivy was, League educated, right? Yeah, that was the, that was my point with that that Hillary Clinton T-shirt story. The, the vendors at a crummy booth yes. at a Trump at a uh, Hillary rally knew enough not to sell T-shirts to Canadians. Yeah, Project Veritas. That it was a viol- been all, all over yeah, that. I think it was Project Veritas actually, and they knew enough not to do that because that's a violation of Federal Election Commission law. law. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you're going to try to sell me that that Donald Trump Jr., who was probably the most significant person in that campaign, didn't know that meeting with a Russian national who represented themselves as representatives of the Russian government who wanted to help his father. You're going to tell me he didn't know that was wrong when the vendors at a t-shirt booth knew? I think yeah. of it. Oh, yeah. I don't even have to think of it. They knew. Right. I'll just say it. They knew. They knew. I'm right now I'm looking up on Twitter because I can't find I can't find the link right now. But, well. you know, back in... What? Well, I'm sorry. Well, no, no. I was just going to say, well, I, I just have something quick to do. Uh, but I, I said... Uh, well. Uh, uh, I, just real quick. Um, uh, well, I have a. Uh, since all of these uh, fellows seem to be hypocrites, uh, I got this. You damn hypocrites make me sick. There you go. Uh, <laughs> go ahead, Kat. Yeah, there was there was a story that was put out there that back in I think it was, I think it was, yeah, it was two thousand where somebody sent a media packet to the guy who was representing Al Gore. You know what he was doing? Debate prep. Okay. Yeah, it was, a, con- was-, it was a congressman who was standing in for uh, yes. in, in Al Gore's uh, he was, debate he was, prep. He was standing in. He was standing in, for, in for Bush. 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 Right. And that guy got a whole media packet, and he stepped aside and said, "I got to give this to the I got to give this to the authorities." He yeah. actually got Bush's Bush's debate prep uh, book. Yes. mailed to him from somebody from the Bush campaign so that they would he, know everything he was planning during the debate. Yeah, I can't remember his name, but he stepped aside. He said, I can't do debate prep anymore. This has to go to the authorities. And you know what that's called? called? the FBI. You know what the that's called? That the fact that Donald Trump Jr. didn't do that 
yeah. is amazing. Well, you know what that's called, Rain? Uh, when somebody does something like the 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 uh, the Gore guy, that's called America First. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's Actually, called it really integrity. Is. Yeah. It's called integrity too. It's called that country too. first. Yeah, but it's called Kat, not a Trump. Yeah, but Cat, you you wanted to get in on a couple things there. Go ahead. Yeah, well, Sorry, you Kat. know, and uh, Trump is supposed to be such a magnificent, wonderful, uh, altogether businessman who who's so successful and has his fingers on everything in his organization and then you're going to tell me he has absolutely no idea what's going on within his own campaign for president i mean if you're telling me that he is so freaking incompetent he should have never gotten near the oval office agreed agreed um russia made sure that it happened (laughs) yeah and i'll give you the new amen for that cat Amen! So <laughs> I love that. That might that might permanently replace the regular amen. I don't know. No, we we got to have them both on hand. Uh, but yeah, and okay, and this is also coming from the guy who's you know his son. He's raised in in the business. It, in okay, I know Colbert made a joke that he was incompetent. Yeah, sounds about right. Whatever. But this is the thing, Trump is the guy who has been finagling government officials to get deals his entire life. He knows how government works, you know, to his own, uh, you know, advantage. And he knows what he can and can't do within the bounds of the law. But the thing is, he's been, many people say, and I personally believe, just going to frame it right, that they're a criminal enterprise, that there are ties that we didn't talk about. I actually, um, I, I will, I will say this: what I was very disappointed because I wanted to talk about that on the show. And and uh, back in the day, messaging Matt told me not to talk about Trump's potential uh, ties to the mob, although they were well documented. And he's like, I don't want to do that. I don't want to do that. That's, um, but uh, anyway, I don't want to throw him under the bus or anything but you know I, it's my show i could have done it but you know that we it, it, it's it, we gotta stop fucking playing nice and we needed to stop playing nice a long fucking time ago yeah so did the republicans so did the republicans who let their yes. party be taken over by this alleged crime family well this is the, you know it was all nice and wonderful during the campaign to sit there and say when they go low we go high but look where going high got us yeah we just need to go honest you know we and that's what the media is trying to do and they're getting slammed and slandered uh, you know left and right saying that oh fake news fake news fake news every fucking bit of fake news is turning out to be true in the in god damn the trump cult god damn these pig ignorant people who are out there like no collusion no collusion so what collusion you know, like I said, they can't fucking dig that bar any deeper. We need a larger planet, you know? I mean, th- seriously, yeah. it's it's nonsense. You know, And these people is, uh, just thrive on it. Yeah. It's nonsense, corruption, and, you know, just a, in general indecency and, and anti-Americanism all rolled into one. Because some fucking moron hillbilly out there, or even people who live in my city here in metropolitan areas, really fucking think that Trump's going to do something for them personally. And I got some bad news. He doesn't care about any of you. 
No. It, you know, and, and this whole thing is coming down to Occam's razor. Yeah. Um, the, you the know, most logical there wasn't a, is the most likely. There wasn't a bank in the United States that would lend him money after his fifth bankruptcy. <laughs> yeah. And Donnie Jr. said back in 2007 that where they were getting all their money from Russia. Close the case. Give us the sure. tax forms. You're going to jail. Well, as soon as those tax forms come out, all this is, you know, the tax forms are going to be like the, the God particle. That's the thing that's going to bind it all together. And and then there's something that kind of got buried yesterday under all of the talk about uh, Donnie Jr. in this meeting, which was Donnie Jr. went to Cutter for a loan mm-hmm. and was re and was refused the loan Mm -hmm. and you wonder why now all of the countries where trump does business over in the middle east are suddenly rattling sabers with cutter because uh, for the last month and a half that that's been building up i've been scratching my head trying to figure out what happened all of a sudden that cutter was on the outs with the uae and saudi arabia and and uh all of those countries over there Yesterday, I see this story about Donnie Jr. not getting the loan from Cutter, and suddenly it all made sense. Sure, sure, um, sure. This all comes down. That's why. That's why there are so many financial crime lawyers that Mueller has hired, mm-hmm. because this is all going to come down to the money trail. It's all yeah. going to come down to. There's no mystery why he loves Russia. He owes Russia lots of money. Can't say anything bad. Oh yeah. And another. Yeah. And another thing. People have to understand. Unlike the United States, the government and and the and the and the oligarchs in there are inseparable. They're the same thing. Everyone who speaks for the Russian oligarchs speaks for the Russian government, and vice versa. There's no uh, such thing as a separation there. No, no, and, and and that's another thing that is worth mentioning too. Um, did, I mean, how how fucking bizarre. Is that that Trump and Putin were discussing putting together a cybersecurity task force to Thank prevent you. Russia from hacking our election yeah, again? The, to me, that's, that that's incredible. the fox in the hen house. <laughs> I mean, yeah. What? And then that, I mean, that was, and he spent two hours with Putin. You know, I mean, he owns that fucker. He owns him. Uh, please, just release the compromat, Vlad the Butcher. Vlad the Mad Butcher. This is interesting. We need to look into this. Living in Long Island says, I think RT had a hit, uh, had a piece um, going after Rachel Maddow when she exposed that fake leak uh, she got, which supposedly uh, implicated a person for colluding with the Russians, and they were able to figure out how it was a forgery. Um, yeah, so uh, that's interesting. RT's going after Rachel Maddow for exposing a fake document? Because <laughs> yeah, it probably came from them. Oh, my God. Yeah, well, they, they figured out it, it was a forgery because it was on a Kremlin letterhead. So <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> um, and, and how about this today? Too? Oh, no, no, no. I don't want to talk about the release of the emails until the next next segment because we got a couple other things I want to get to. Um, Jake Tapper. 
had a Walter Cronkite moment today, and I would like to play that for everybody right now. It's pretty solid stuff. This is a minute long. It's a staggering turn of events, and, and it's rather momentous. This can't just be... Um, this can't be dismissed as people out to get Donald J. Trump Jr. or fake news. This is evidence of willingness to commit collusion. This That's is- what this is on its face. Now, maybe there's an explanation for it, and if that's true, uh, we can talk about that. And we'll but, report it. <clears throat> we'll report it. But, but somebody's saying the Russian government wants to help your dad with damaging information on Hillary Clinton. And Donald Trump Jr. saying, I love it. And then taking the meeting, that is a willingness to work with the Russian government to get damaging information on Hillary Clinton. And as has been pointed out by several campaign veterans, Republican campaign veterans, uh, that is not normal. And no matter how much people say, oh, you always meet with people to uh, get opposition research, you don't meet with uh, antagonists uh, of the United States. You don't meet with uh, adversaries of the United States. Evidence of willingness to commit collusion. Pretty important phrase that he had there. Mm Mm-hmm. Yes. I mean, because that is, is the very least what it is is evidence of willingness to mi- commit collusion. In in the most cut-in-dry terms you can get. Right. Every Everybody was talking about how important, this is last, the last couple of weeks, of intent when it comes to like collusion and, and, and things like that. Mm-hmm. And that intent was hard to prove. Yes. Well, here you have pure intent. Yes. And Again, it's what like you have is not pure intent. You have a, a a pure admission of intent. Yeah. Well, right, right. This was and admission. It's, it wasn't like, oh, look, we can look at this and we know it's pure intent. This was right. an this was an admission. Just because yes. he got nothing, I mean, it's like it's like it's. We like don't the, know if he got nothing. Well, no, not yet. That's true. Let's not but, pretend that. Right. But but the fact that that uh, he, it doesn't matter at this point. It's if like this the, is what's like a, go ahead. Oh, it's like the police uh, being online pretending to be a twelve-year-old girl trying to get a forty-year-old guy to come over. Bingo. You know to have sex. Bingo. You're dead. And, go to and the house. This is, the police. You're going to jail. Yeah, I mean, in, in it, the, the thing that blows my mind is this is only the stuff that's in the public sphere. This isn't the stuff that's, you know, exclusively under investigation. Right. And 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 the pattern of their uh their revelation, so to speak, their 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 transparency as they put it today, is always there's there's a newspaper that reports something and then they come clean. There's a newspaper reports something, then they come clean. So yeah. this is all gonna there are they're they're just waiting to see how much of this drips out. And they're not gonna admit any more than drips out. Yeah. Unless, of course, somebody flips, like Flynn. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, so uh, while we still have a couple minutes left, I- I'm going to play this audio, and we might play this again later because it's Anna Navarro. <laughs> 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 oh, God damn it, she's so good. Listen to uh, part one of Anna Navarro talking about uh, Trump Jr.'s uh, little Russian affair. Anna, emails? Yeah, we're talking the about email. Thickens, doesn't it? Yeah, <laughs> it does. Uh, yeah, well, you know, and it's and it, and it, and it's really telling. And now you understand why his story changed three times. Yesterday, 
when I uh, or was it this morning when I read his statement yeah, where exactly. he was admitting <laughs> that he had met with this Russian lawyer for the purpose of receiving information against Hillary Clinton, I thought, my God, this kid was dropped on his head as a child. Could he possibly <laughs> be admitting this? And now you understand it. He admitted it because he knew there was an email out there that people knew about that said exactly the same thing. So, it, you know, it is one thing after the other. The sheer amount of contact and meetings that none of them remember between Trump world and Russians involved with the Kremlin is astounding. Mm -hmm. This stinks to holy hell. Oh, I, I, how awesome is that? This stinks to holy hell. <laughs> Um, <laughs> I think you got a new drop there again. Oh, I do definitely. I love this that. stinks to holy hell. Yeah, I, <laughs> it and does. Again, she's a real conservative. She's a real Republican. And I feel like I. I and I, also, I, this stinks to holy hell. Oh, most certainly. Um, at least, at least she's out there willing to put country ahead of party. Yeah, and. Um, the and you're right. And the next clip here uh, illustrates that because she 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 goes after fellow Republicans. It's like um, you need to uh, eliminate your narrow thinking. It's time that Republicans stop thinking narrowly and start thinking broadly about defending the American democracy and the integrity of our elections. This is the most important issue facing us. And you know, Don, I I think of our previous Republican nominees. I think of Mitt Romney, who called Russia our biggest geopolitical foe and got laughed at. And I think, what would it have taken for his campaign manager, for his son, Tag Romney, to go into a meeting with a Russian without vetting that Russian and who that was, and without Mitt knowing? Or John McCain, who knows that Vladimir Putin is a KGB thug. This is happening because the Trumps think they are above the and law. That rules don't apply to them. Amen! <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> that always scares me when I play that amen, Trump. Um, uh, but, you know, and, and I've apologized on the show before about, you know, mocking Mitt Romney relentlessly uh, for saying Russia was our number one geopolitical foe. Because I think it was because I wasn't really thinking geopolitical i wasn't thinking about the geopolitical part of it you know yeah. in in um i guess maybe i was thinking china might have been uh our greater geopolitical foe but if you really grind down to the nitty-gritty after what happened with them shooting down that airliner um i changed my tune pretty quick you know um, and, and not only that, but I started paying attention to a lot of other things and, and I'll say, I, I'll give, I'll give Mitt Rom Romney credit for that. And I know I, I shouldn't have made fun of a man. I'm sorry. Stop it. Yeah. Um, I did. Um, yeah. but, uh, but you know, I'm, I'm big enough man to admit when I was wrong and, uh, um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, when, when are more than just John McCain and Lindsey Graham going to stand up and actually do something. And when is Paul Ryan going to say something other than, well, they're just new at this. They're just new at this. Yeah, Fuck God you. Goddamn Paul Ryan. Fuck God you. Could you, could you imagine any goddamn conser or, or uh, uh, liberal, I'm sorry, goddamn liberals. <laughs> Can you imagine any <laughs> liberal saying that about President Obama? Well, he's new. It's growing pains, you know. They would have been like, oh, he's fakeless leading from behind. 
Oh, can you? You know? Well, not no excuses. No, yeah, no excuses ever for Obama. But go ahead, Kat. Uh, well, he also when when he was running, the the Republicans were trying to say that he didn't have any experience and he he would be just a, a completely incompetent leader because of his lack of experience on the world stage, no foreign affairs experience, no experience in the government. He's been nothing but a community organizer. Yeah, yeah. how's that working out? Mm-hmm. How is that working out? Um, There's a good chance I may have committed some light treason. That's how it's working out. Um, good <laughs> Once again, it's projection. It's projection. It's projection. <laughs> the Republicans do this thing. They project. They Everything sure that they know that they exist about, they project on the left wing. And that makes God, them, it, so makes, it, it makes them damn hypocrites. Damn hypocrites make me sick. Yes. So <laughs> once again, Bobby yeah. Briggs from Twin Peaks, everybody. Um, Joe, you got and something real quick you want to say before we uh, go to the break? I just said there's a simple reason why these Republicans are having so much uh, trouble uh, quitting him. And that's simple, is that he is what they always were. Personified. Period. Yeah. Trump back mountain. I wish I could quit you. Yeah, so, well, they can't quit him because uh, that, that he is he is the Republican Party personified. He is. He is. He's the he, he's the the cartoonish manifestation of all their fucking horrible ideas come back to haunt them. So uh, on that cheery note, <laughs> let's go ahead and run to the break. We'll be right back with lots more Turn Up the Night right after this. Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. A smooth-talking, jive-talking street thug. KennyPick.com. This is metal aficionado Kenny Pick. Every weekday from 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern, it's... Gods and Monsters. Gods of Metal and Monsters of Rock right here on Indie Media Weekly. Brace yourselves for two big hours of hard rock and heavy metal, selected from my own personal music vault. You'll hear classics from the extended family trees of Black Sabbath, Deep Purple, and Kiss, heavy metal standards like Judas Priest, Iron Maiden, and Dio. You'll get a heap and a helping of power metal, speed metal, thrash, melodic, glam, you name it, it's here. Except death metal and new metal. I do not like that stuff. You'll hear guitar virtuosos and shredders from the Leviathan and Shrapnel Records catalogs. Rare gems from the new wave of British heavy metal, some guilty pleasures in the form of 80s hair metal, and rock and metal from around the globe. Gods and Monsters. Every weekday from 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly. And now, on with the show. This stinks to holy hell. Welcome to another edition of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. What you're about to see is nothing short of a miracle. So revolutionary that at this point in time, there is nothing else like it anywhere. You may ask yourself, how is this possible? Computers, that's how. He has a machine and a cord right out of his computer. Prepare to make computer-to-computer contact. That is an easiest idea. Holy mackerel. The internet, that's the one with email, right? You've got mail. Yeah, who said that? Thank you. God bless the internet. That's where the real action is. Come on and take a look. This could be very interesting indeed.
Welcome back to the Tuesday edition of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pig, broadcasting live on IndieMediaWeekly.com worldwide. And joining me, as always, on the Tuesday program, uh, Rain from Four Freedoms Blog in Washington, D.C. Welcome back. Hello, darling. Hello. I think I'm going to bail out. You, you're, you're bailing? You, you want to try and stick it out this segment, talk about what you want to talk about, or you just want to head out? I think I'm going to bail out tonight. I am... Between the party, which Francie <laughs> yeah. arrived, I'm I'm exhausted. Yes. Well, I'm we'll tired. get Fra- we'll get Francie on to talk about it on her verse call in tonight. But yeah, I think I'm going to bail out. All right. Well, uh, take off and uh, feel better. Oh. Get some sleep. I I really, you know, we were cleaning the house all last week. Mm-hmm. We had the 4th of July. We had the party. I'm tired. Don't worry about it. We had you for the hour, so that's good. So go get some rest, and we'll we'll talk to you soon, okay? I'm going to come yes. back and kick everybody's ass on Friday. Okay. <laughs> Excellent. All right. Uh, go get yourself some rest. Yeah, rest, <laughs> Rain. All right. Rest up. All right. Good night. Uh, so, uh, okay, so Rain is out uh, for the night. That's all right. Uh, I'll put my feelers out and see if any of our rototers want to hop on with us. Uh, Joe Santorso of Scranton, Pennsylvania, the Electric City. Sometimes we call him Scrantorsa just for fun. Welcome back, sir. Well, I had my eyes dilated and I lost my credit card, but I am in a great mood. Excellent, <laughs> excellent. Uh, yeah, I'm a, I was a little feisty there in the first, uh, for that last segment. But uh, you know, I'm 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 calming myself. I'm calming my silly ass down. Uh, but of course, Cat uh, from Columbus, Ohio, my sister from another Mister, joining us in the rototer slot uh, of the evening. Uh, welcome back. Thank you very much, and sorry again for the lateness. And uh, corporate firewalls just suck. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, but, uh, anyway, well, I'm checking with the, uh, the mic check radio folks and see if anybody wants to, uh, uh, hop on with us here, but, uh, let's see, where do we want to get to, uh, well, you were going to give us an update, weren't you, Kat, on, um, did, did we, is that what we were talking about? Uh, Haven't you given an update or? Well, I haven't really heard a whole lot new about, um, what's happened with the situation at Senator Portman's office since Friday. They did start reporting on Saturday that, yes, it was in fact adopted. It wasn't um, the DSA. And a lot of the phone video that the good folks at Indivisible District 12 took started to get into the media where they, they were shown the, the police physically manhandling these mm-hmm. people. Um, I watched one of the videos that was about 20 minutes long or so that Sandy had linked on. Uh, I think she may Twitter. have put the link in the chat, but I also saw it on Twitter. Yeah. And at the beginning of the video, you can see that the, the the rescue squad coming in with the gurney and they head over to a stairwell and after a minute or two of discussion they made they made clearance for the door to the stairwell and the gurney went up and then it seemed like a lot of 
just discussion back and forth between the protesters and the police for about the next 10 minutes or so. And then at a point where presumably they were going to bring the gurney down the stairwell, um, things started to get heated. Okay. And the protesters were saying, well, why can't you take an elevator? Why can't you take the elevator? Not being familiar with the building in question, I'm not sure if it would have been possible to fit the gurney and the paramedics into any of the elevators. Mm -hmm. So it's possible that the best way down would have been for them to bring the gurney down the stairwell. Okay. And in the time after the gurney had gone up the stairs, the police who had been holding the door open at the stairwell had moved away from the door and the protesters moved back in front of the door. And that's why things got heated. Okay. So it's entirely possible that they were saying, hey, we need to be able to open this door so that we can get the gurney out. And the protesters were refusing to move, asking why they couldn't just use the elevators instead. And that may have been what precipitated the confrontation. However, regardless, there's no excuse for the physical force that no. was used against protesters. Oh, definitely not. And, and so, once again... It comes back to this has been an ongoing issue with Columbus police. We had an incident here about a month, month and a half ago, where the police were going to um, serve a warrant on somebody for for a variety of different uh, charges, including um, having a firearm under, disab under disability and things like that. And when they went to, to serve the um, warrant and make the arrest, the person that they were after bolted and started to run away. Okay. And there was a foot chase. There was a foot chase that pursued. Eventually, the police caught the guy. He ended up on the ground. And uh, uh, there's some audio coming through somebody's computer. Miles, is that yours? I believe it was. <laughs> so, so what had happened was when they got the suspect on the ground to make the arrest, one of the police officers came up and started kicking him in the head. Okay, and this was this was at a different thing a while back. Yeah, this this right. This was about a month and a half ago. Um, in, in one of the minority neighborhoods in town. Mm. And well, initially, that officer had been placed on indefinite suspension pending mm -hmm. investigation. Well, yesterday he was fired. And the department, when they fired him, explained this was excessive force. There was no reason for him to have been kicking the individual in the head. And... 
that this is something that they wanted to basically get across to the police officers would not be tolerated in Columbus. And the FOP had a fit. And they had a press conference yesterday, and they were going on about how it was a matter of political correctness and that that they wanted to be seen as doing something, but this officer was at risk for his life and was you know, only doing what was necessary. When when the uh, when the FOP starts talking like the GOP, you got a major problem in your city. Um, yeah, it's it's not unlike what you guys have up there in Cleveland with oh, Loomis yeah. and the Pullman's Benevolent Association up there. Oh, it's fucking horrible. It's, yeah, yeah, it's just the FOP is the union here in Columbus. Exactly, and you know, I understand that's their job to defend the member of the bargaining unit. But at the sure, same just time, like any just like any union, but I mean, some of this shit is like you know, I used to work for a union, and if you took things too far, the union would be like, "Come on, dude," you know? Yeah. And, and I understand they have to make a public statement in support of the officer. But to sit there and try and make it sound like the officer's this angel when you've got this video proof, again, citizens out there with their cameras putting this stuff up on Facebook Live and so on, showing the yeah. cops actually using excessive force well and, and I, I disagree though they don't have to put out a public statement they can put issue a statement they can put out a press release or something like that and they could just say we're saddened about this decision whatever but talk you know throwing in the political correctness and and that kind of right. nonsense they they don't they could fucking bite their tongue on that shit you know exactly but, uh, and, and but, that's, but, that's uh, what just, i was yeah um, just real quick, uh, Miles is joining us right now, and uh, uh, Miles, are, are you there, buddy? Miles in South Florida, did we find you, Port St. Lucie? I don't hear you, dude. Is that better? There you go. That's much better because now Man. I can hear you. <laughs> All right, sorry, I was my computer. I was doing stuff with audio. And no, it's fine. Games and having. All right. Uh, where was I? Oh, I wanted to that that talk of, that they had about uh, political correctness. That is strict, flat out dog whistle BS. Yeah. Well, it's it's especially a dog whistle when the cop that's being fired is a Caucasian, and the person that he's being <laughs> fired for beating up was a person of color. <laughs> well, it's dog whistle for the bigots. That's that's my point. Yeah. Well, yeah. So there was no reason for them to take it to that level with the with the public statement or press release or anything. So right. uh, that's the, my my point was okay, fine. You have to say that that you stand behind the officer and that you're going to fight the the firing, but to to expound on it with all of the the political bullshit is just making matters worse. Because in the end, what you're doing is you're telling the citizens of this city that your rights are secondary to the cops' right to beat your sh head shitless. Yeah. Exactly. Joe, did you want to jump in on this? Yeah, I, it, it, what Miles just said is, is true. I mean, it, it's it's the it's the fundamental rock 
foundation of Trumpism is that he has made their bigotry uh, acceptable. Well, and and it also um, it also dovetails very nicely with that wonderful NRA ad with uh, Dana Loesch too. Right, you're right. Oh, that was grotesque. Yes. Yeah, yeah, that that NRA ad was. Uh, that, I, I couldn't even talk about that on the show. It made me so fucking mad. You know, because again, there's the NRA talking like the GOP. There are de- there were Democrats who were part of the NRA, but apparently they don't want any of uh, uh, you know a- anybody's money unless you're batshit fundamentalist uh, American Taliban uh, asshole. You know. Well, you know, we know how the NRA operates because they will sit there and they will stand up for the rights of anybody and everyone to have a gun. They will sit there and try and uh, deflect when somebody goes nuts with a gun as far Mm -hmm. as saying, oh, well, it's not that they were a responsible gun owner. They were crazy. They should have never been allowed to buy a gun in the first place. But if you would have stood in the way of them buying that gun, the NRA would have been all over it. And Mm -hmm. then when you have somebody who was a law-abiding gun owner with a concealed carry permit who identified themselves as having a concealed carry permit and a concealed weapon in the vehicle like Philando Castile just because his skin is a little bit darker than a sheet of white ruled paper the nra is completely silent well it's just like when uh, i'll I'll, I'll, uh, pass it off to you in a second but it's just like when uh, michael brown um was uh murdered um the uh the right wing went crazy and started sharing a picture of a kid who barely looked like michael brown holding a gun with a bottle of liquor on a table in front of him and that proved that he was a thug because he had a gun and liked to drink. Now, if I saw the number of white people with beer in their hand and, and guns in their hand, and I'm supposed to say that they're un-American or they're terrorists or they're thugs or whatever, um, you know, oh, white genocide. Ooh. You can't you know, swing a cat without hitting, seeing, seeing a hillbilly with a gun and liquor. Yeah, I mean, you know, well, you know, disclaimer: I'm against swinging cats. Uh, yeah, exactly. Well, Me too. You know, in Ohio, they just passed a law a year or so ago to allow concealed carry in bars. Yeah, sure. You know, but Michael, the picture of not Michael Brown with a gun and alcohol in front of him proved that he deserved to die, according to you know right wingers. And I, Adam well, he, Adam Hebert is right. The NRA is, is a terrorist organization. I agree wholeheartedly. And and you know, and one thing that ever nobody ever wants to talk about is that 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 bloodthirsty killer. Um, I don't I don't care what mental problems he had. His mother had NRA paperwork in her household. She was taking NRA courses. And maybe not a full-fledged member of the NRA, but that murderer, that bloodthirsty killer, was enabled by the NRA and the mother who lo- who, who who had the paperwork in her house 
That was a good guy with a gun until he decided to become a bad guy with a gun. And every good guy with a gun is just a hair away from, from becoming a bad guy with a gun. So that whole bullshit, it takes a good guy with a gun to stop a bad guy with a gun? No, because you're all essentially both good guys and uh, you're all good guys and, and also all bad guys. Because we don't know when the fuck one of you freaks are going to snap. Yeah, and then there's also the case with Trayvon Martin where they showed the photo of him with the red hoodie, with the hood drawn up around his head. Like, that's supposed to make him yeah. suspect and, yeah. and justify... That was a total character assassination. Marijuana. Yeah, and, and, Marijuana is worse than guns. Marijuana is worse than guns! Yeah, we're getting, we're and, and living on here. long... Living on Long Island brought up a good point in the chat. The NRA supported gun control in California when Reagan was the governor of California because the Black Panthers wanted to arm themselves. Yep. Yeah. You know, the Second Amendment is great. If you're white. If you're a white person. (laughs) Yeah. Shh. Little secret. It all goes uh, back to the slave patrols and not allowing the slaves to have weapons. Worst kept secret ever. And and yes, and, and you know what? It's time to play the Bobby, Bobby Briggs clip once again. You damn hypocrites make me sick! Yes. Uh, <laughs> um, and, and some advice from uh, David Lynch. Fix their hearts or die. Fix your hearts or die. Uh, because you're broken. You're broken. And actually, Kat... Uh, before before we uh, have to go to the break, um, this line from uh, David Lynch as a uh, um, uh, det- uh, or uh, officer Gordon Cole or, or, or what, what I now from the FBI Gordon Cole from the FBI fix their hearts or die. That was from a conversation that um, uh, happened in the new season of Twin Peaks with uh, David Duchovny's character Denise. Are you familiar with Denise from Twin oh. Peaks? I have not watched Twin Peaks, so I'm not familiar. Denise uh, is uh, transgendered. David Duchovny uh, is, we used to be Dennis. I've is, seen is, pictures. Is now Denise. And I, I will say, the way they handled it in the late 90s was probably a lot better than they handled it a lot of other places. But... Um, at this moment, uh, in in season three, uh, basically, David Lynch said, uh, "You know, I told all those jokers that were, you know, uh, you know, haranguing you, whatever, uh, to uh, that they needed to do this: fix their hearts or die. Fix their hearts or die. If they couldn't stop, uh, you know, uh, harassing Denise for her uh, for who she was." And I thought that was a really nice way to kind of come around from, again, I don't think it was handled in the in the early 90s as sensitively as it could have been, but it was the early 90s, and I think they probably did it be- a whole hell of a lot better than a lot of other shows of the day would have. Uh, but I seasons. think back in those days, most trans characters in TV were prostitutes, drug abusers, or both. Yeah. Well, David Duchovny's character was an FBI agent, so there you go. Hmm. Yes, and still is, still is. So, uh, but yeah, so that that's an, an and I just love that line. I mean, how great is that? People, uh, all you haters out there, what they need to do? Fix their hearts or die. Fix your hearts or die. That's a great. That's a great line. I love that. 
So, uh, because, you know, seriously. <sighs> I hate these people. Uh, yeah, sorry. I just I started thinking about the fucking NRA again. Uh, but uh, but anyway, uh, yeah, all right. Good talk. It was a little, we, we kind of went uh, uh, to a bunch of different uh, places. It got a little dark here and there. It's all right. Um, but uh, we're, we're going to uh, get to the Green News Report and come back, do name-calling, and uh, get to uh, reverse calling with Francie. That'll be a lot of fun. And we have some more audio for uh, after the break. And, of course, we're definitely going to do um, Mad Libs tonight, everybody. It'll be fun. So, uh, uh, Joe, did you, uh, you've you been quiet for a little bit. Anything you want to say right before we get to the Green News Report? No, let's go green, and I'll have a lot to say in the next segment. All right, very good. Let's go ahead and hit that break. We'll be right back with more Turn Up the Night right after this. Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. Boy, that's, that's getting to be a pain in the ass, isn't it? What, what kind of radio station is this? KennyPick.com. It's Tuesday, July 11, 2017. G20 summit has ended in Germany with U.S. President Donald Trump isolated on the issue of climate change. The world moves forward on climate change as Trump retreats. Why don't we have a, a red team approach and, and, and let the scientists and listen to what they have to say about it. But that's exactly how science works. Trump administration announces red team effort to question climate science. Court reject bid to roll back methane emission rules. Volvo to make every car model electric, plus... Look, it's up to you and it's up to me and tens of millions of other people. California's green governor trumps Trump with Global Climate Summit. All of that Trump trumping and more straight ahead from bradblog.com. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyen. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. Trump's presidency is basically like global warming. Every week is the worst week on record. And the Republicans are also trying hard to deny it. Ouch. Yes, they are. No denial here. This is your Green News Report. Okay, Desi Doyen, it seems the world is moving on without Donald Trump, as was apparent once again at the G20 summit over the weekend. <laughs> yes, the G20 turned into the G19 plus one. President Donald Trump further isolated the U.S. from its foreign allies at a meeting of the world's 20 largest economies in Hamburg, Germany over the weekend. The leader's final joint statement deepened the stark divide over climate change, formally noting Trump's decision to withdraw the United States from the landmark United Nations Paris Climate Agreement. But the other leaders called the agreement, quote, irreversible and issue detailed policy blueprints on how their countries plan to meet their commitments to reduce emissions. This is so embarrassing. It was not only a bunch of longtime U.S. allies like Britain, France, Germany, and so forth who were splitting with the U.S. here, but uh, also Russia, China, Saudi Arabia. All of those guys were all together. The U.S. was all by itself. In a press conference, British Prime Minister Theresa May tried to leave the door open for President Trump. When I brought it up with him, what I did was encouraged him uh, to, to bring the United States back into the Paris Agreement. And I continue to hope that that is exactly what the United States will do. Good luck with that. But fears that Trump's recalcitrance might erode the Paris Agreement and give cover to oil exporting countries increased on Sunday when President Erdogan of Turkey announced that his country will not be ratifying the Paris Agreement, although some observers said that could be his attempt at leverage to receive more international energy transition funding. 
Here in the U.S., scientists have universally condemned Environmental Protection Agency Administrator Scott Pruitt's announcement that he will launch what he calls a red team analysis to formally challenge mainstream climate science. The scientists said such critiques are already embedded in climate science, and they warn Pruitt is trying to bypass the peer review process and elevate climate science deniers in order to delay action on climate change. Well, good. Let them challenge it. Let them have their red team, blue team exercise, make it public, and then we will see how the red team appears to be failing. Pruitt also announced that red team shortly after meeting with coal baron Robert Murray, a Trump campaign contributor who is also suing comedian John Oliver of HBO for defamation, (laughs) claiming a segment that mocked him has been detrimental to his coal business. My God. God, this world is insane. Meanwhile, extreme weather impacts escalate across the world. In Siberia, forest fires driven by extreme heat and high winds are said to be the worst in 10,000 years. Across the American West, another record heat wave with high winds sparked numerous fast-moving wildfires, including one near Santa Barbara, California, that trapped nearly 80 youth campers before they were safely evacuated. And parts of the Great Barrier Reef in Australia have now been officially declared dead due to high ocean temperatures, and scientists say they are unlikely to regenerate. But some good news. The D.C. Circuit Court of Appeals rejected a Trump EPA attempt to delay a rule for cutting methane emissions from new oil and gas wells, meaning that oil and gas companies will have to comply and reduce methane emissions on all new wells. But it's only a temporary victory for clean air. Administrator Pruitt is still trying to rewrite and weaken those rules. Swedish car maker Volvo Car Group is taking the plunge, announcing that starting in 2019, every model sold by Volvo will, at a minimum, be at least partly powered by an electric motor and battery system, whether hybrid or pure electric. And finally, a defiant California Governor Jerry Brown is charging ahead, announcing that his state will host a global climate summit on climate and environmental action in San Francisco in September 2018. Yes, I know President Trump is trying to get out of the Paris Agreement, but he doesn't speak for the rest of America. We in California and states all across America believe it's time to act. It's time to join together, and that's why at this Climate Action Summit, we're going to get it done. Go Jerry Brown. For much more on all of these stories and the ones we couldn't get to, please check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com. Find us, follow us, and share us worldwide on the Facebooks and the Twitters at Green News Report. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. And this has been your Green News Report. California. This is Indie Media Weekly, extraterrestrial radio, all the power without the tower. This is Kenny Pick on Turn Up the Night. I've loved you from the first time I heard your voice. You use your tongue prettier than a $20 whore. You're like a word genius, and everything I say, <laughs> you twist it around and make me look dumb. I like the way he talks. Do you really think that people don't know the things that I say? At IndieMediaWeekly.com He even talks honky! Ladies and gentlemen, I can have your attention. There's a good chance I may have committed some light. 
treason. Light treason, indeed. Uh, welcome back to the show. Uh, joining me, as always, on... Uh, well, actually, we won't go as always, because we're going to let Joe do uh, name-calling here momentarily. Uh, joining us, uh, we got dual rotator uh, slots right now, since Rain uh, is tuckered out. She needs some uh, some downtime after her big party in the big clean last week. Uh, totally understand, understood, uh, because I know getting ready for parties and having parties, it, 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 it tuckers you. It does. But uh, uh, joining us, uh, filling in for Rain right now, now is uh, the one and only Miles Lagan from Port St. Lucie, Florida, also heard on Mike Check Radio every Saturday. Thanks for jumping on, buddy. No problem. And I'm ready to embrace the dark side. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Uh, and uh, Kat uh, from uh, uh, Columbus, Ohio, my sister from another mister, longtime contributor and listener to the program and all things good and clean and pure and liberal. Uh, welcome back to the program. Thank you, Kenny. And if only the uh, Doll Hands family were as competent as the Bluths. That is true. That is true. Because the Doll Hands family, you know what they need to do? Fix their hearts or die. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, last but not least, ladies and germs, uh, well, he has a jingle and everything. And by the way, I don't know if you can hear that, but I need to I need to get the WD-40 out from my chair because this new computer picks up that shit a lot better than the old one. Uh, but uh, here we go, everybody. Joe's got a jingle. Hey, Joe. Go to screen with me. Big place where dreams come true. There is no such thing as an appropriate joke. That's why it's a joke. I say it ain't so joke. I'm going to have to be taking your car today. See, I have some top-secret clown business that supersedes any plans that you might have for this here vehicle. Here we go. <laughs> Buckle up. It's going to be a bumpy one. <laughs> we can jam and joke your What's the matter, kid? Don't you like clowns? All right. Let's get straight to the biscuits. All right. You ready to do some name-calling, Joe? I can do that. Best I can cap. do that. Biscuit. Biscuits. Biscuits. Okay. Make some biscuits. <laughs> In our wonderful chat room. <laughs> go for it. Chat room. I'm going to go right for this. Okay, we have Caitlin Chris, Clenster, Francie, Jay Collie. Yeah, Francie will be on reverse calling with us here soon. I can't wait. She is the Ed McMahon of the Tim Coromall Show. She is. And we have Jay Collie, Jeans Girl, Cat. Hi, Cat. Hello. We have Kenny Pick, Ken Senior. Hello, Dad. We have Living on Long Island. We have Michelle in South Florida. We have Miles in South Florida. Hi, Miles. We have yes, Moon Mare. We have Moon Mare Nova Moonlight. A lot of moons there. Peter in San Francisco, President. Rain, who is still listening. Hi, Rain. Scoopster, Theo J, my boss, Tim Coromal, and Trojan Rabbit. And that is our chat room. That, that's a lovely chat. I checked my Facebook. I don't see any birthdays today. Of uh, uh, There are some folks I know, but nobody's ever listened to the program. 
Uh, <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm laughing because one, the one guy I'm looking at, uh, it, it, I'm friends with him, but I don't know who he is. But it's uh, his name is B. Efenye uh, Ugwamba, and it says he's 100 years old, but he kind of looks a little bit younger than me. Uh, so <laughs> I don't know how we're friends, but uh, we're friends. Uh, but yeah, so if there's any birthdays out there, let us know, everyone. And you know what? Um, I think, uh, oh, real quick, uh, uh, I think I'm supposed to be on the Tim Coromel this coming Sunday. Uh, the, t- the Tim Coromel. I'm supposed to be on the Tim Coromel this Sunday. Uh, <laughs> I think he'd have something to say about that. I think I'm supposed to be on the show with you guys uh, next next Sunday. That's good. So I don't know if it's accurate. I was hoping for that's accurate or that's correct. But <laughs> I, but I, I I don't have the current list. That's but okay. Tim's out there. Yeah, and Tim he is the chef. Verify that for me because it. it, it I, I remember it being um, Sunday the something teenth, and there's only one something teenth Sunday in the month, and that is the sixteenth. So, <laughs> uh, but <laughs> there we that's go. That's a so, good way to remember. Yeah, so <laughs> I just want to confirm. So uh, and uh, but yeah, so um, Tim says yes, you are Kenny. Thank you, Tim. Very good, very good. But Cat, what were you gonna say? You had a birthday. I actually had two that I completely spaced on on Friday night. Oh, Friday was the 29th birthday of the older of my nephews. Okay. And Saturday was my father's 79th birthday. Oh, okay. So this is a family. This is a family uh, affair. So this is a birthday Boehner, uh, a greeting Correct. from John Boehner. And are they both Ohio natives? Because they would appreciate it probably all the, all the more. Both were born in Ohio, and my nephew currently lives in Salt Lake City. Oh, there you go. So... It would be more appropriate to give him a Romney uh, uh, banner (laughs) or a birthday Romney. Um, So (laughs) or maybe not. So. All right. Here we go. So uh, I don't see anybody else uh, having uh, birthdays. Uh, But yeah. So here we go. So once again, Kat, your uh, your father, uh, 79th birthday was the other day. And did you say Rodney? Your no, my my nephew, nephew. I, I didn't give a name. Oh, you didn't give... I, I'm sorry. I don't know why I was thinking that. So... Uh, <laughs> and it was his 29th. All right. So here we go. So to Kat's uh, father and nephew, happy birthday. This is your birthday song. It doesn't last too long. Hey! Hey! Your birthday song. It doesn't last too long. Oh, uh, oh, I'm sorry. I forgot Thank the other. Thank you. Thank you, all dear friends, for coming to my birthday. And Francie says uh, Monday was our nephew DJ's birthday. So, DJ, happy birthday uh, to you. He's 18. So, time flies. Um, and uh, on that note, uh, uh, Miles, you, you said uh, no birthdays uh, your way that you know of? No, nothing's coming to mind. Okay. All right. Although, no, yep. well, I, mother, brother. <laughs> now that you mention it, my parents had a, a wedding anniversary. <laughs> I'd have to pop open Facebook to get dates, but yeah. Well, here, here, <laughs> you, your 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 folks had a wedding anniversary. Oh, happy birthday! 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 Happy birthday!
Happy anniversary, happy anniversary, happy anniversary, happy anniversary. Pour a cheerful toast and fill it, happy anniversary. But be careful you don't spill it, happy anniversary. Oh, happy anniversary, happy anniversary, happy anniversary, happy anniversary. There we go. I think it's think- like 50 seconds. Wow, very nice. Wow. Susan- well, you know, Susan and I just celebrated. Uh, oh shit! I should have done that for me and Sue's. Yesterday was our nineteenth anniversary. Happy anniversary! Uh, Happy yes. anniversary! So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we went to an yeah, Italian. That- we went to an Italian restaurant and got uh, sorely disappointed. No spicy meatballs. No, it was not a spicy meatball at all. I'm, I'm, no. I, I'm sad to say uh, that meatball, uh, that meatball has flown. <laughs> <laughs> well, just when you think you've had a bad day, yeah. Mamma mia, you, that's a spicy meatball. All right. Just when you think and you've had a bad day, Tim Coromal had an M M&M and M melt in his shirt pocket on the way home. On oh. The <laughs> Says they oh, I'm now sorry, the, the, the slogan says they melt in your mouth, not in your hands. It doesn't say anything about your pocket. I think somebody said that in the chat already. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure they two did. Weeks, two weeks from Friday will be my parents' anniversary. I will let you know at that time. Please do. All right. Well, um, it, it's going yeah. to be their 55th. Oh wow! wow. Very nice. Very nice. Yes. Yeah, so so uh, I'm going to make sure that i'm there to spend the weekend with them very cool very cool uh, and you're a good daughter for doing so and uh uh but last but not least everybody oh wait francie's not there well hey what happened <laughs> so, <laughs> she just fell off so uh i gotta uh, um where's my uh hey what happened uh drop uh, it, that I've changed everything around, so finding things is not so easy anymore. Uh, but uh, yeah, I'm not sure what's going on there with Francie. Let me um, let me try and get her added back into the program here, and uh, I still gotta find my hey, what happened drop. Uh, no, it's just not picking up. It's not not answering. Uh, remove person from this group. Well, that's strange. I don't know what to do. So there's it. Hey, what happened? So uh, (laughs) uh, I'll try uh, one more time. Um, She says yes. I she might need to reboot. Oh, are are we? Oh, this is the thing. This is the thing that happens on the Tim Carmel show, Joe. I forgot about that. Yes, the the Francie thing. Yes, I got. I got an update. I got no. I I'm not sure, uh, but uh, I got to dump the whole call and add you guys back in. So, uh, yes. hang hang tight. I'll I'll get you all right back. So hold on. All right, here we go, everybody. Gonna go get uh, Francie uh, Francie pants on with us. And uh, this is uh, yes, calling Skype, calling Skype. We'll do the uh, reverse call-in thing one more time, just because it's uh, it's fun to play and it's short. Oh, hi, Francie. How are you? Hello. Hello. Hi. Uh, give me one second, Francie. Yes. Hold on one second. I got to do something. I'm gonna go silent for just a second. All right. I'm back, Francie. Are you there? 
Yes, I am. All right. So I just had to kill this this new program that I use. That it it, it, it when I first call Skype, it's very quiet. So I, I have to fix it. But anyway, let me get the let me get the gang back on here with us. Um, and but how how was the party? How was the party? Uh, excellent, excellent, excellent. My husband, Paul. Yeah. Yes, not Miguel. Michael. Well, oh, actually, Michael. his real name is Michelle. Michelle. Nice. Yes. Hi, Francie. Cool. Michael. Hi, Joe. Hi, Miles. I can't. Oh, they're not here yet. Are they're they here. here? I, I'm here. I'm here. I'm oh, here. Hi. <laughs> hiya, everybody. Hiya. So, hiya, uh, hiya, hiya. so tell us real quick about uh, your experience at Rain's party. It sounded like a lot of fun. I saw some of the pictures. I, it looked great. It was wonderful. We had a ball. My husband, I, it's like he, he's at work during this time. He works a swing shift. Okay. And he has to know. You know, he doesn't really know what's going on with me in the podcast and everything. So it was nice for him to meet some people that I spend time with online. Yeah. And we had a ball. I mean, beer lover's paradise. <laughs> there oh, was yeah. the beer. Oh, my goodness. And cider. And people had whiskeys and people had wines. I mean, whiskeys? Uh, yeah. I, like, I didn't I like whiskey. Food. I like I like the whiskeys. And um and Barbara went all out with the smoke uh ribs and pulled pork and you know the burgers and the hot dogs but the if you're a carnivore boy meat bring me the meats. Yeah. <laughs> and everybody was uh, their friends Barbara and Rain's friends are lovely. They're all really nice people. They had all ages. It, it was just really nice day, really, really, really nice day. And I met Scoopster from cool. um, Rhode Island too. Yeah. So hi, Scoop. <laughs> and it was just wonderful. We had a ball. Yeah, and uh, I, I, my quick, just real quick, my apologies to everybody. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, when I have to stop. Um, when I have to do a new Skype call, I have to stop the uh, new audio program I'm using. So from time to time, when we get folks like Francie or P.S. Mueller uh, or other people that I actually have to completely restart the call with, I'm going to have this unfortunate scenario where I have to stop all audio for five seconds while we're still broadcasting. It'll happen from time to time. So if you hear me say, i got to stop this thing and restart it, that's what that is. That that'll give you like five seconds of silence. But for you podcast listeners, I always try and go back and chop that out, so you don't have that. <laughs> oh, but uh, but that's that's what I'm doing there. So uh, but yeah, Francie, it, it it really looked like a lot of fun, and and I know Rain and Bob are both great cooks. I know that, and I oh, really really need to try yes. some of his beer. And. Oh. Um, I'm worried. Had, I, 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 if I go though next year, I'm gonna have. I'm gonna be scared because people are bringing the whiskeys and maybe the bourbons. And what am I gonna do? It's like a smorgas. It's a smorgasbord of brown liquor. Yeah, you have a little taste. You know. uh, it was great. Um, Barbara made a elderberry cider. Oh my god, that was excellent. oh my god, that does sound really, good. really good. Oh man, and they were a lot of their friends are like beer makers, so they brought their samples and you know their bottles. So there was all kinds of beer. It was 
It was just grand. Oh my goodness! What? I I, I played. Uh, oh my goodness! <laughs> yeah, that baby could <laughs> drink some beer. <laughs> oh my goodness! Oh yeah, my goodness! My goodness! Yes! Oh my goodness! <laughs> oh my goodness! My goodness! That's their their catchphrase uh, they had for a while. It was nice too to have a, you know to have a break from uh, reality. Everything. Or unreality, you know what's <laughs> yeah. going on in DC, you know. Uh, yes, yeah, surreality is, I think, what we call. Donald Trump and Junior, it's too much. Uh, it. Do you think it's too much, Francie? Yes. No, it could be. It's too much. Uh, some say it's stupid too. No, it's stupid. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, how stupid are they? They are not smart. I'm sorry. This is not. I mean, he put. His email on Twitter. He oh yeah. His email <laughs> and people are reading it and they say, "Are you kidding me? You, yeah, you idiot. Yeah, you idiot. You know, there's a. Um, well, let me get back. <laughs> let me get back to our Facebook page because we we really haven't broached this subject yet. Um, okay. Because there is a, that. That's the one thing um, that we haven't talked about is that Donald Trump Jr decided to do a document dump of the email chain because yeah. it was going to be released uh, what by the New York Times right Joe was that right it? that that's correct he yeah, so they called him they called him and and informed him asked him if he had any comment before they yeah. released them so he right. did. so now this so this story is from talking points memo um, and uh, it's written by Nicole Lafond. And this is this is pretty amazing. Uh, and I'm just going to read a series of tweets here for you. It won't take long. Uh, journalist, I worked on this story for a year, and Trump Jr. just tweeted it out. <laughs> so this comes from Jared Jared Yates Sexton. Uh, he says um, that sound you just heard was every Trump lawyer in D.C. opening the window and screaming. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh! The the next the next uh, the, and probably jumping out as well. Could be, could be, uh, uh, and uh, or, or being thrown out, and we know what that's called, right, Miles? Yes, we do. Defenestration? Oh uh, yeah, uh, say defenestration. It. Defenestration. Yes, the act of being thrown out a window. Um, oh, yes. I like it. And uh, the the next tweet, the next tweet. This is the dumbest and biggest crime in American politics. There's not even a close second. Oh. Uh, the next one. The son of the president just released the smoking gun, and the people are laughing about it on the news. <laughs> oh, my goodness. He lamented the fact he'd spent a full year chasing the story, and the president's son just hit tweet. <laughs> uh, he says, I, ch I chased this story for a year, and he just tweeted it out. <laughs> yep. Yep. And then he says, like, I spent hours and days and weeks and months, and his son just hit tweet. <laughs> yep. I tracked down sources, followed so many leads, labored over this, and then he just, you know, tweeted out the proof. <laughs> oh my God! What is? Well, 
Everybody follow this guy. Everybody follow this guy. This is at JY Sexton. Uh, Jared Yates Sexton. JY Sexton. Yeah. Um, I felt uh, bad for him because. Yeah. It, it, you know, it's like he's really not okay with this because no. he spent a year of his life chasing. No, but he still has a pretty good sense of humor. And then. Yeah. And he, yeah. By yeah. A moron. Yeah, and in the in the next one is for the record, I'm beside myself in relief that this stuff is out there. It's just my God, I can't not believe this. <laughs> These are some of the best tweets I've ever read. Next one is I'm an independent journalist, and I can tell you, there's a lot of us who have just gone after this thing in our free time. And then he says, "Hey, I'm good. I feel great. I'm just absolutely baffled at the moment." <laughs> so. Um, <laughs> And uh, it says Trump Jr.'s tweets came the mom- moments before the New York Times published a piece outlining the contents of the emails, which confirmed that the president's son took uh, the meeting in order to get information about Hillary Clinton's dealings with Russia that would help his father's campaign. And I'm going to post the link to this story um, for everybody. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so uh, poor guy. <laughs> I know. And I all tried, that effort and all that they did. I tried to put, yeah, I tried to put the right tweets. emphasis on the tweets too. I think, I think I, maybe I did them, did them justice. I took into account the punctuation and whatnot. So, <laughs> I I had caught a couple of those tweets this afternoon too, before I had my major issue at work. <laughs> ah, that's right. But just to answer your question, Kat, I don't think Miss Veselnitskaya is going to be found dead because she she told the line. If you saw the art, the interview, but she failed. She failed, but she told the line. I mean, she didn't she didn't give up the ghost today. But but some of the other guys who all they did wrong was they failed, ended up dead. So yeah. maybe they'll just poison her slowly. What was her oh. What was her Bond name? Collusion galore. Was that it? I had I had a better bond name for her though. I had a better one. What's that? I could have called him Grabber by the Pussy Galore. Oh, ah! see, see. I don't know whether to yeah. buzz you, buzz you, uh, or or give you the. What, what do you What do you think of that, Francie? Having pitched up buzzers. That's fun. <laughs> I, love, I love all the noises. Bring more. Tim, Tim always buzzes me on the show. Oh well, <laughs> yeah. just, I'm just one big buzzer. So, Francie, Francie, because I know you are the biggest fan, probably of of my audio clips. Uh, yeah. Just so I want, I want to play you a few of the ones that I got here uh, today, okay. and uh, and and just uh, get your basic quick reaction. This stinks to holy. Hell. I love that. Yeah. What the hell? <laughs> That's why. What the hell? <laughs> How about this one? What the hell? How about this one? This looks like a House of Cards plot run by the Three Stooges. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> what, what do you think of the new Amen from Twin Peaks? Amen! <laughs> oh, that's beauty. I co- love it. From, hey, from, did anyone notice how early um, Trump's been tweeting lately? He used what, to be like six o'clock. Now it's like four thirty in the morning. Wow, what a creep! <laughs> a lot of sleepless nights there, Francie. Huh? The night stalker. A lot of sleepless nights. Yeah, maybe because he could be guilty. Or, or yeah, or he's become the night stalker. Um, here's a 
Here's a yeah, okay. Here's a couple more because I got a lot today, Francie. So here's here's oh, another one. You damn hypocrites make me sick. Yes. <laughs> another one. Uh, again, this one. Fix their hearts or die. Yeah. Yeah, like that's that. really. <laughs> um, and oh, of course, this one's good. Is this thing on? Yeah. Is this thing on? <laughs> Uh, and for, again, another clip from the mayor. Uh, I, I used this earlier. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, I can have your attention. So. <laughs> <laughs> and then, of course, this one from Arrested Development, which is excessively loud. I'm going to turn this one down a little bit. Uh, There's a good chance I may have committed some light treason. Light oh. treason. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And, and light, and yeah. the, the last, and the last one from uh, that uh, the uh, uh, sleazy Don Jr. I can't think of bigger lies. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You can. You oh. can think. You can think of worse lies that are easily uh, discovered. <laughs> I'd like to. I would like to beat Donald Jr. with that um, tail that he took off the poor elephant. Oh yeah. You know, that uh, picture that's there. That what a what a thing. Thank yeah. you for the sound effect. What no, that's, that's, right. that's his trophy from killing the Republican Party. Oh, well, I'd like to beat him with it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they're awful. They are they awful. Are. They're horrible. They're. I can't even believe we're here with all this. We are. Yup. There you go. All Please. right, well. Well, Francie, yes. um, uh, I'm going to give you your parting shot because we got to get run into the break. But oh. uh, looking forward oh. to your Mad Lib submissions tonight. It's going to be a lot of fun. Okay. My parting shot is um, we got to all stick together and resist, resist, resist. And watch out for those flying tiny orange penises. Don't say penis in this house. There you go. Perfect, <laughs> okay. perfect, Francie, as always. All right. Well, we. Everybody. All right, we Night, love you. Francie. Uh, will I see you on Sunday? Will I see you Sunday for Tim's show? I don't know. I have no idea. Oh, I, I don't I, think so, but who knows? We'll see. We'll see. All right, well, Francie, we love you. We'll talk to you soon. Okay. Good night. All right. Bye-bye. So, uh, all right. Uh, um, uh, somebody just say something real quick. I want to make sure the volume didn't go boot bonkers on me again. Something. Something. I'm pretty there you go. Quick. Uh, Excellent. Volume is perfectly fine. Excellent. I just wanted to make sure. Uh, so, all right. Well, thank you, Francie, for being our reverse call-in. Uh, when we come back, uh, we're going to get into some Sarah Huckabee Sanders. You guys aren't going to squeal with joy? <laughs> oh! I just ate a hot dog and lost it. <laughs> I, it's hard for me to get that high-pitched squeal of joy. I, I don't want to squeal and have people think that I'm calling her a pig. Oh, no. Definitely oh, don't call her. that PC stuff, yeah. uh, cat. I did see somebody call her Huckabeast today, and I chastised them for that. <laughs> I like that. I chastised oh, them. That I was, was like, come on. We don't need to make was... fun of their looks. There was the caller on Stephanie's show that uh, dropped the uh, F-bomb version of the name today, too. Fuckabee? Oh, wait. We got Megan Kelly to tell us all about that. Oh, did they let that through? <laughs> uh, she had pearls on today, didn't she? Fuckabee. To clutch? To clutch? Oh, it was it was it was just a, a comedy of errors. It was so rough. But uh, She pled the fifth. 
today. She pretty much did. It, that's conference. that's pretty much it, uh, what it was. More than five times. <laughs> so, um, I, I I made the suggestion today that it's time for the uh, the cables to stop um, playing along with this no cameras thing at the uh, briefings and put up a background that's. Uh, a uh, picture of the briefing room with the poop emoji at Lecter. Either that or just say fuck you and take out your cameras and uh, get removed. Uh, you know, let them haul you all out. Everybody put your, your cameras and then you'll be left with the asshole from uh, World Net Daily and Gateway Pundit and Breitbart. <laughs> And nobody will see that news at all, so whatever. But uh, but the bigger news will be that they're kicking out reporters. So uh, anyway, but on that note, we, we, we really uh, yeah uh, yeah I, really I, bad I just Skype. But we got to go to emoji, break. The, the poop emoji at the at the uh, podium would get under Trump's skin. So uh, the podium. So, uh, yeah. you're right. Uh, so, all right. Well, we got to hit the break. We'll be right back with the uh, uh, third hour of Turn Up the Night. Uh, get your uh, adjectives and verbs and whatnot shined up because I'll be asking for them soon in the chat room. Uh, don't put them in there just yet because I, I got to try and uh, time it just right. So, all right. We'll be right back with lots more uh, Turn Up the Night, the Tuesday edition with me, Joe, Cat, and Miles right after this. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. So new and different, it won first prize at the International Inventors Exposition. KennyPick.com Hi, this is Kenny Pick, and be sure to listen to my music program, The Night Show. Every Friday from 11 p.m. to 1 a.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly. The Night Show. Features a broad selection of eclectic music from my personal library, as well as your requests. So be sure to visit IndieMediaWeekly.com and find the tab for The Night Show. Join the chat and submit your requests every Friday from 11 p.m. to 1 a.m. Eastern on The Night Show. Only on Indie Media Weekly. IndieMediaWeekly.com for those who dare. And now, on with the show. This looks like a House of Cards plot run by the Three Stooges. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. What you're about to see is nothing short of a miracle. So revolutionary that at this point in time, there is nothing else like it anywhere. Now you may ask yourself, how is this possible? Computers, that's how. He has a machine and a cord right out of his computer. Prepare to make computer to computer contact. That is an idiot idea. Holy macro. The internet, that's the one with email, right? You've got mail. Yeah, who said that? God bless the internet. That's where the real action is. Come on and take a look. This could be very interesting indeed. Welcome back to the Tuesday edition of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pig, broadcasting live on IndieMediaWeekly.com worldwide. And joining me, as always, on the Tuesday show, it's Joe Santorsa, Scranton, Pennsylvania, the Electric City, also heard on the Tim Caramel Show, which I will be part of this coming Sunday. And I can't wait. You'll hear the Clown Car update live. Fresh. Fresh. Yes, I'll get that fresh Clown Car stank. 
So as fresh as a Donald Trump Jr. email. Yeah, you know, there's like fre- new. There's new car smell, and then there's fresh clown car stank. So uh, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> and of course, Cat uh, from Columbus, Ohio, my fellow Buckeye and a sports a sports fan as well, um, who beat me at uh, at air hockey and basketball. I think uh, it um, that fun and games place in columbus <laughs> the 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 first official turn up the night meetup way back in the day uh my sister from another mother mr welcome back cat thank you kenny yeah i'm not so good at the sports things that's okay we <laughs> i i'm not really all that great at them my brothers would regularly kick my butt so mm. well that, that so there you, you had you, I was there I was I was the your you you could enact your vengeance on me so <laughs> <laughs> and last but definitely not least Miles Lagan in Port St Lucie Florida I say this all the time on uh, uh, Southern Progressive Revival but I don't think I've said it here uh, Port St Lucie Florida the the former home of James Buchanan not the president but my grandfather on my mom's side of the family. Uh, Miles Lagan, uh, welcome back to the show, sir. Thank you. Just break the glass and I'll be here uh, in case of emergency. Yeah, I don't have to say your name three times or anything like that. <laughs> am I broadcasting? You are. You are. I just said I don't have to say your okay. name three times. Yes. So, And then you laughed. No. Oh, crap. And, no. And, and in said, a mirror while patting your head and rubbing your tummy? Yeah. No. no <laughs> Nothing like that. Great uh, visual, but no, not required. Yes. And if you say Bloody Mary three times in the mirror, a magical Bloody Mary will appear in your hand with a celery stock. Um, so, uh, yeah, I stole that. That was on Comedy Bang Bang, actually. Um, but, uh, all right. So, welcome back, everybody. And, uh, unfortunately, I'm going to do this to all of you. I'm going to inflict her upon you, everyone. Um, and that is uh, Sarah Huckabee Sanders, who didn't seem to have a whole lot to say. There was one phrase she kept repeating. <laughs> uh, but it, and all of these clips are around 30 seconds long. Uh, so uh, here we go. This is um, Sarah Huckabee Stander- Sanders. Uh, standards. I almost said standards. Like she has standards. <laughs> she works for Trump. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so she's the daughter of Mike, so yeah. I don't think she had any to begin with. Yeah, Huckabee. Yeah. Uh, so here is uh, Huckabee Sanders at today's off-camera presser, uh, talking about Fat Daddy's statement on uh, Junior, and um, a, a common phrase <laughs> that followed. At what point did the president uh, discuss uh, with uh, Donald Trump Junior? that meeting have you had a chance to get a sense of what he feels about this entire story as it continues to unfold what's your sense on that in the phone um i have a quick uh statement that i'll read from the president um my son is a high high quality person a high and i applaud his transparency <laughs> and beyond that uh, i'm gonna have to refer everything on this matter to john jr's counsel and outside counsel and won't have anything else to add beyond that today <laughs> Outside counsel, all y'all. <laughs> High uh, quality person. Yeah, he, he yeah. he's a yeah. 
So somebody pointed out on TV that it sounded like like the recommendation you give your neighbor for the plumber. Uh, my son is fine Corinthian leather. Uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> He's a fine quality person and he will be a great employee. There's yeah. something that's high in regards to that statement that I don't think is the quality of Dollhands Jr. No, no, it's um no, it's it it would be uh uh again uh, hide up on baby laxative. Uh so <laughs> my, my favorite part about this is the thought of Sean Spicer just skulking in the background, laughing his ass off, going, <laughs> that could be me out there. Dodge that bullet. <laughs> uh, exactly. So, uh, yeah. Um, oh, God. It, it, did, it doesn't get any better. It doesn't get any better uh, as it rolls along. And all these clips are relatively short, so I promise it will be relatively painless from uh Fuckabee. We've been these emails we had somebody who was identified as a Russian government employer, uh John Jr. agreeing to meet with him, being told that in those emails that the Russian government was trying to help the president win the election. You stand by a statement you made yesterday when you said that our position is that no one within the Trump campaign colluded in order to influence the election. I do, and again, I don't have, beyond uh, the statements yesterday and what I write today, I don't have anything else to add, Jill. And when's the last time the two of them spoke with Don Jr. and the president? I'm sorry? Do you know when the last time the president spoke with Don Jr.? I don't. No. <laughs> I have no idea when the president last spoke to his son. I mean, I, I guess I can maybe forgive that, but seems like something that might be a, 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 an important issue at this moment as to him speaking to his father <laughs> he's hiding under his father's desk actually yeah <laughs> is that i thought that's where spicer was so <laughs> it's it's getting crowded under there or maybe maybe he's in a he's in a, the neighboring bush uh <laughs> in, the, in the shrubbery um <laughs> he's he's hiding behind the andrew jackson photo yeah really so, uh, 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 Miles, uh, any any thoughts on that? Yeah, I can see him just, uh, you know, trying to write a, a quick little letter email to Daddy saying, could you please start writing that letter of, um, you know, pardon now? <laughs> uh, perhaps so. Cat, uh, any uh, quick thoughts? I just... I, I don't trust a damn thing that comes out of the White House press office anymore because they're all a bunch of liars and it started from the first press availability after the inauguration. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and... Uh, sorry. Um, all right, so yeah, let's let's play the, the next one here real quick. Uh, I, I need to wrap up with everybody from Mad Libs here. So the White House hasn't disputed any of the following, which is that the president's son, campaign chairman, and son-in-law had this meeting uh, with the express purpose of receiving damaging information about Hillary Clinton and with knowledge of the Russian government uh, supporting Trump's campaign. How is that not collusion? Uh, once again, I know you guys are going to get tired of it today and not to sound like a broken record, but no shit. on all questions related to this matter, I would refer you to Don Jr.'s counsel and the outside counsel. You're not disputing any of the I, I'm not. I'm simply referring you uh, to people that can answer that question, Matthew. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh my god! I mean, she it, just outside council, outside council, outside council, outside council. I played the fifth. Let's take this. Let's take this council outside. Yeah, really. <laughs> well, I'll, I'll give you the the uh, A train for that. But really, uh, Cat, uh, you know, it's uh, you know, I hate to sound like a broken record, but you're gonna have to refer to us to Donald Junior's outside council. Well, in the end, it's probably the smartest thing in the world for her to do because the moment she starts trying to say something that could get her in trouble, yeah, I don't think it's going to be something Daddy can bail out her out of like she just went and killed a dog or something. Well, yeah, <laughs> swinging it. Oh, yeah, that's terrible. Or cooked a squirrel in a popcorn popper. Um, but Miles, I, you know, I, 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 I understand what Cat is saying here, but have you ever seen? Because now we have two people. Uh, we have um, Huckabee Sanders and um, uh, what's his name, Bunny Man, uh, <laughs> Spicy, Spicy Meatball. Uh, both of them uh, now, you know, I mean, that's the most common phrase uttered at a White House press briefing anymore is uh, we refer all those questions to outside counsel. This has never happened before I, I, in, I, in my it, lifetime. It, it, it is effectively the uh, um, press secretary's equivalent of pleading the fifth. Yeah. I wish Not they had to answer that. Not gonna I answer that. Just deflect, deflect, deflect. Wouldn't it be nice if they had phone a friend at least? <laughs> a lifeline. <laughs> I'd like yeah. that. Like a lifeline for that question. Yeah, yeah. They could get yeah. on Skype and talk to the guy from WorldNet Daily, Drum Corsi, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> You're a bunch of libtards. It's- Shut up. I I don't know how much longer she'll maintain her position because. The optics are just horrible of her just getting badgered constantly by the press. And, uh, you know, before when it was Spicer up there and he was being angry and pushing back, he was holding his own. But when it started getting to the point where he had to start stammering and whatever, Mm -hmm. bye. And now she's at the point where she's like, uh, 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 you know, the one thing thing that, uh, that about Spicer is every once in a while he was actually kind of funny. She just doesn't seem like she wants to be there at all. Spicer actually seemed to kind of revel in in some of it. And every once in a while, I'm not saying, you know, saying all 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 sins are forgiven, you know, uh, you're definitely not a liar cuz I laughed at something you said once. But, you know, that 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 was the one thing. He he at least had there was a little bit of self-deprecation. You know, she had it she had it the one time about her uh, cell phone, I guess, but I don't think that was in the a briefing. That was just, you know, her kid got a hold of her cell phone and texted out a bunch of weird shit. Um, but uh, but now we might have to look into that. Maybe that was a Russian operative that tweeted that out. Everyone, <laughs> so <laughs> well, she's got all of the sense of humor of a Quaker minister. Uh, I, I've I've seen some pretty funny. No, I haven't. So, <laughs> uh, I, I'm sure Richard Nixon knew a few funny Quaker ministers, but uh, that's about it. Wasn't Nixon a Quaker? Yes. Did they dance? Yeah, no, they just had oats. 
Oh, okay. So, well, and, and your dude, William Penn there, founder of the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania, right? So Penn's Woods, Pennsylvania. Yeah. Penn's Woods, that's right. So, all right, let's get to the next uh, uh, Fuckabee. Fuckabee. Uh, Huckabee Sanders clip. January, the president said that nobody in his campaign had been in touch with the Russians, and the White House stood by that statement. Was the president misled, or was he not truthful? Once again, uh to repeat myself, I'm going to refer you to the outside counsel, um, and I don't have anything else to add. Aww. Sarah, can we ask you, uh, why were you interested in answering the questions yesterday, and why the president is not answering the questions himself, either for you or directly today? Uh, the president... Uh, look, Ooh. the president gave a, a statement on the matter, which I read to you, and like I've said, I don't have anything else to add beyond that. <laughs> he gave a statement on the matter and says, my son is a quality, high quality product, sired for my loins, and he would never lie, and he's so transparent because he told you about this 13 months ago. Wait. No, 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 he no, he didn't. No, Did he? <laughs> no, he didn't. Uh, go ahead, Miles. I, I have a comment. Okay, when uh, remember earlier we were talking about you were talking about uh, Colbert, and Colbert yeah. was like, "Let me explain this to you," and he's talking about you know the meeting stuff, coordination between Trump and the, and Manafort and, and whatnot. Now, when this reporter goes to Huckabee and asks that question about Trump. Let me explain what that reporter was asking Huckabee. He was saying, is Trump a liar or is he an idiot? Or maybe both. I I don't know. It could be both. Could be. Yeah, so I'm sorry. I was plugging in my cell phone, so I had to lean way far away from my mic. Um, but you yeah, sound far away. That's far away, Kenny. I'm over here. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Move that flag. <laughs> Put that flag way back there. So, uh, <laughs> but when I heard that reporter ask that question of Huckabee, it's just basically, yeah, is your boss an idiot or a liar? Yeah, exactly. But you know what I what I loved about it was like you were willing to answer questions about this yesterday because she gave a different answer yesterday about the whole thing, and then I. But I what I think really happened there is you know is he an idiot or a liar? Well, we're going to refer that to outside counsel because it turns out that his son is most definitely an idiot and a liar, and he just did this document dump of his own emails where he said in the emails, oh my God, you have opposition uh, information from Russia on Hillary uh, Hillary Clinton. I love it. Yes, I want to collude. Let's collude. Mm, I want to collude and canoodle, you know? <laughs> Dad will be so proud. Dad will be crushed. No. <laughs> He's under the house. So no, he'll be crushed. Sorry, more arrested development there. So uh, but, but Joe, I, I mean I think Miles definitely is is on onto a a big point here in this whole thing. Yeah, intent is everything, you know. I um I didn't know she was a hooker. 
Yeah. How did I know she was a cop? <laughs> you know, Baby laxative. Yeah. I like, wanted cocaine. Yeah, you mean you really? Oh, you're an officer. You're not selling pot. Sorry. <laughs> I'll just. It is no defense. You know, you get yeah. caught in the parking lot after your shoplifting, and you say, "Well, I was. I'm going to go back and pay for it, and we'll we'll call it a leave." Yeah, yeah. So uh, wait, this is baby uh, baby laxative. I wanted cocaine. Yeah, because uh, you know why? Cocaine is a hell of a drug. That's right. Sorry. Yeah, I should have queued those up way earlier. Uh, for those who have been watching Orange Is the New Black, apparently cocaine. you could sniff lines. You could sniff lines of coffee. Oh, I did not know this. Um, yes, yes, it was uh, new to me too. Mark yeah, Maron. Apparently, apparently, there's a sniffable chocolate that's available too. Mm, now that, that sounds, sounds like it would be. I mean, chocolate already makes me phlegmy if I just ingest it through the mouth, through the nose. I think I, I could pull corks out of my nose. My God, that sounds <laughs> disgusting. Um, uh-huh. But yeah, but if you watch, if anybody watched Glow. Mark Marin, uh, he although he's in he's recovered his character on the show loves the cocaine. Yeah, so uh, <laughs> who doesn't trust the man with a mustache full of coke? So uh, <laughs> that's a lot. Yeah, from like show. Trump. Trump sniffles yeah. a lot. Yes, that's true. All right, last one for 11, 11 more seconds from Huckabee Sanders. I know you you guys are going to be really upset when it's all over. But this is all I got, everybody. The White House says uh, there was no collusion. What does the White House mean? What's the definition of collusion? Uh, again, I've said all that we're going to say on that matter. And anything further, you guys are going to have to reach out to outside counsel. Outside counsel. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you they can't even provide a definition for collusion? No, that's scary. <laughs> no, it's a, oh my god that's an outside counsel question cat yeah so let's take it take it outside take it outside can't you even provide a definition to collusion do well outside counsel has all the definitions i'm sorry you'll have to get definitions from them okay i have a question a follow-up uh lie do you have a definition of lie L-I-E, uh, lie. You'll have to contact our outside counsel, Mr. Merriam yeah. and Webster. Sure. Oh. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, Secretary so. Huckabee, uh, the definition of collusion is uh, the following, blah, 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 blah. Do you think the outside counsel you're about to direct me to would agree with that definition? <laughs> uh, i got to refer you to outside counsel on that one. Uh, yeah. Seriously. So, could you define jail time? <laughs> uh, outside counsel. Oh, okay. <laughs> what the living fuck? <laughs> yeah, she was a fountain of fountain of information today, wasn't she? Yes, a font of wisdom, uh, as it were. Yes. Uh. <laughs> a font of something. I'm not uh, sure about wisdom. A fondue of bullshit. It, it is telling, though, when they start to circle the wagons. That's that's nice. Of course, oh, yeah. when you know Johnny Junior just dumps all the, <laughs> the 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 wagon train supplies outside the circle. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh God, damn it! This is just nonsense. But anyway, all right, we're we're gonna go ahead and hit the break, and when we come back, we'll uh. 
we might talk about this a little bit more, but this shit is so, uh, this is some fresh bullshit to everyone. Do you wonder why, do you wonder if Eric is so happy now that they keep leaving him out of all the reindeer games? <laughs> yeah, he bought himself uh, some extra gel, hair gel to slick his hair back even more for his <laughs> yeah. Aryan Nation costume. He was seen leaving Trump Tower with with a glasses, mustache, and a big nose. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. So, all right, we're going to go ahead and listen to Illuminati, and that means Illuminati, naughty, naughty. Uh, we're going to listen to Illuminati by Hairwolf live from WRUW. Cat, you know what university that station's from, right? Case Western Reserve. That's right, right here in Clevesburg, Ohio. With my old band, Hairwolf. Uh, so everybody hang tight. We'll be right back. We're going to get into a little more shenanigans. But definitely, most definitely, the big feature to end the program, Mad Libs. All right, so hold tight. We'll be right back with lots more Turn Up Tonight right after this. Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. If you've got a chair, sit down. Relax. I, I'm not, I, got, I got some stuff to say here. Broadcasting live on Indie Media Weekly Radio.
I'm Rick Beatty. And I'm Nick Sadler. And I am Jody Hamilton. We are From the Bunker. So we do a one-hour weekly podcast. Where we get to speak our mind about stuff from a liberal perspective. We will be on Indie Media Weekly Saturdays at 5 p.m. Eastern. We are so excited. If you don't have any right-wing friends, you'll feel at home with us. From the Bunker. With Jody Hamilton. Nick Sadler. And Richard Beatty. On Indie Media Weekly Saturdays at 5 p.m. Eastern. Yeehaw! Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Come on down to Southern Progressive Revival to hear the best and worst of Southern politics once again. We've got all brand new episodes for the low, low price of 100% free and tons of extras, including guests, rants, and flustered hosts and co-hosts. Think your credit ain't good enough? We don't care. Think you don't have nothing to hear since you ain't from the South? Well, that ain't right. You reckon that Yankee pick feller's got more class than us? Well, that might be true. But let's do this. Come listen to Southern Progressive Revival live every Sunday from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern on Indie Media Weekly, Extraterrestrial Radio, All the Power Without the Tower. Come now and we'll throw in a free pine tree air freshener. Wow. Light out everybody. Every Sunday and Monday at 10.30 p.m. Eastern, Indie Media Weekly presents the Sci-Fi Double Feature with two old-time radio shows from the science fiction and horror genre. The Sci-Fi Double Feature every Sunday and Monday at 10.30 p.m. Eastern right here on Indie Media Weekly. This is Adam Hebert. On every episode of My Check Radio, me and my co-hosts are not only committed to telling you about the latest political news, but also about the latest nerd news as well. Whether it's the latest scientific discovery, the new season of anime, the ending of a cherished manga, or the latest in comics, television, or movies, my show is guaranteed to bring you something that will make your inner nerd go squee! So be sure to tune in to Mike Check Radio with Adam Hebert live every Saturday night, 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern, only on Indie Media Weekly. IndieMediaWeekly.com. Extraterrestrial Radio, all the power without the tower. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. Where is it that you're from? Cleveland. Cleveland. Like Erie. Erie. What was once the mistake by the lake is now the roar by the shore. I'm rapidly becoming a big underground success in this town. Cleveland has taken its honored place in the building of America. Thank you, Cleveland. Thank you, Scranton. Thank you, Columbus. Thank you, Port St. Lucie. Welcome back to the program, all y'all. And um, uh, just a couple more things I want to get into uh, before we get to our our Mad Lib Bonanza. Uh, But this was something that uh, Rain uh, sent us earlier in the day that is definitely worth uh, uh, playing because um, there's a very uh, distinct timeline with that initial Donald uh, uh, Trump Jr. meeting uh, last June, because that was June 9th, correct? That was when he met, um, I Sounds believe. Right. Oh, is yeah. it more Huckabee? Uh, no, no more Huckabee. I'm sorry. We're, we're done Aww. with that. <laughs> I know. I'm, I'm sorry to break your hearts. It's actually, it's actually tr- uh, Trump himself, then candidate Trump. Uh, but yeah, so this is, um, uh, here we go from, uh, July, uh, I'm sorry, from June 7th. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah. So the meeting was on the 9th, but the meeting was set up, uh, on the 5th of June 
last year. Okay. And so on the 7th of June, Trump said he was going to do a a big speech on June 13th, Monday, June 13th. All right. This is really interesting stuff. Listen to what Trump said on June 7th after Donald Jr. found out about the meeting that was going to take place on the 9th. This is what Trump said he would be talking about on the 13th. Of course, uh, all of this 2016. I am going to give a major speech on probably Monday of next week. And we're going to be discussing all of the things that have taken place with the Clintons. I think you're going to find it very informative and very, very interesting. Oh, wow. (laughs) What a clinky dink. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So, and and uh, if anybody hasn't seen Olbermann of late, Olbermann has been laying out the timeline, too, of when Trump started becoming obsessed with and encouraging Russia to hack uh, Clinton's emails. And, you know, uh, you know, it, it's all very uh, coincidental. <laughs> well, um, one other thing, too, is that Monday the 13th you said it was, mm-hmm. was the Monday after the Pulse shooting. And oh. he ostensibly canceled that press conference because of respect for the dead in the Pulse shooting. Oh, respect for the dead, a.k.a. we didn't get the info, a.k.a. we got baby laxative. Right. So, so he, he, uh, I guess in the, the couple of weeks after that, when they hadn't rescheduled anything, they kind of forced his hand and then Comey came out with his we found nothing in the emails to warrant any charges Mm -hmm. uh, press conference so that was when he hastily arranged the new press conference at the end of July where he says Russia if you're listening yes yeah so uh, Miles you want to uh, jump in on this uh, very very coincidental timeline um, yeah, Trump is about as coincidental as a train wreck. That guy, he has no, he got flat, he got caught flat footed. And so, yeah, he spun his way out of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But as far as, yeah, the t- timelines are very important. I will, I oh, cannot yeah. stress that enough. When you see the progression of how and when things happened in the language that evolves in the language that evolves which uh, keith olbermann has been laser focused on the evolving language of trump uh again last summer uh around this time and he's oh my man this friday i'll I'll have to get some of the stuff from olbermann but uh joe uh you want to jump in here on this uh uh just uh, again not occam's razor it's just coincidence (laughs) first of all this is a big nothing burger yes a nothing burger that fell down uh uh, through the grill and landed on the charcoal and (laughs) set off all the fire alarms in the white house 
Right. So, big nothing burger. I mean, this, you guys are missing the obvious. Uh, the old cams razor again, if I will. Uh, there's a perfectly good explanation for all of this activity. Okay. They were colluding with the Russians. This, you know what? Uh, yeah, How did I, I miss that. Yeah. You know what's even and they're better? Gu- they're, gu- they're they're guilty. <laughs> you know what's even better than uh, than uh, a nothing burger, Joe? No. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. That's what. That's what. <laughs> <laughs> but the, but they were just they were just playing uh, during the during our our uh, break. Uh, the, the all the Republicans that went on today, who said the word nothing burger. So that must have been. Yeah. The the word of the day that was put out said yeah. go on any TV oh, show. Oh, it was it was nothing and, burger. And it, believe you me, I saw that all over that one place we'll today. Never find the more wretched hive of scum and villainy. Yeah, because you know what yeah, those, I, those, I, those I, you know what I uh, I'll tell you for a burger being made and uh, being made <laughs> out of nothing, they sure smell bad. This stinks yeah. to holy hell. Yeah, you know, you know, and I notice on Fox News they're referring to this as the Russian controversy. Nothing. (laughs) Oh my God, nothing. Nothing burger with. Yeah, nothing burger with Trump. Nothing burger with Trump brand cheese on top. Apparently, on his show tonight, Tucker Carlson got called out by one of his guests for defending Putin and compared unfavorably to Lindbergh defending the Nazis. Oh my! <laughs> did he, uh, we had to get Nazis in there. Did uh, did uh, 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 Carlson uh, go uh, grab his uh, bow tie binky uh, to uh, get through the show? There were apparently quite a few uh, tears being choked back. <laughs> Gulp. Oh, <laughs> yeah. uh, that's you really hurt my sad. feelings. Uh, let me see. And I wear my special bow tie tonight for you. Here, I, I've got the a dramatic gulp here. There you go. <laughs> I love that. I, I, I and, a, and somebody a, pointed out in the chat room that uh, this has gotten so bad that Joe Scarborough is leaving the Republican Party. Oh sh- no, shit. Wow, yeah, that, somebody that, said that in the chat, and I looked it up, and apparently he's going to be on Colbert tonight, and during the taping, announced he can no longer be a Republican. Oh, no! Yeah. <laughs> Great. Another blue dog. Hey. No, he's, he's an independent, which hey. is another, another word for a yeah. Republican. But this is somebody who was, like, the poster boy for the Republican Party back in the contract on America impeach the Clintons heyday. Come on. Yeah, but that was that was that was then. I know that's so yesterday, but Yeah. Yeah, that's nineties. You know? I, I would you know <laughs> I, 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 I think uh I think both of you are being a little too uh little too hard. I don't think it's yesterday or two nineties. I think it's uh, yesterday. Last day. Last day. So, uh, all right. And last clip I want to play uh, before we get to Mad Libs is um, okay. So th- this one is um, again sent from Rain. Uh, Eamon, Emin, and not Eminem, but Eamon. 
Agalarov. Yeah. <laughs> Even a Galarov, whatever. The the pop star that um uh, uh Trump's uh, his daddy is big f- f- you know friends with Trump and Trump was in uh uh Alarov's uh, music video or whatever or I'm sorry, a Galarov's music video. Well, uh, this is a video that was posted on YouTube, which is a mashup of Trump wishing Eamon Agalarov a happy birthday, and then uh, Eamon Agalarov replying to it two years later uh, after he won the, uh, (laughs) that P word. Eamon, I can't believe you're turning 35. You're getting older all the time. But you're a winner, you're a champ, you're great at real estate, and Horrible boy, can music. you entertain. Happy 35th birthday. Go many, many more. Hey, Mr. Trump, two years ago, you sent me your best wishes for my birthday, and I thank you very much for it. And I want to take this opportunity to say congratulations. You did it. I never doubted you for one second. You've been on my desk. I've been watching the entire election. You're an absolute winner. You proved everybody wrong. It's incredible. Congratulations. So, again, you know, Rain sent this music video uh, like six months ago or over six months ago from this uh, Amin uh, Galarov that Trump appears in in the end and just sent it out like, oh, God, look. I mean, he's even in this, you know, Russian National Sons video. You know, I mean, and it turned out that Rain, of course, was prescient. Because this was the guy. This was the guy and that uh, music promoter, um, I don't remember his name, the guy wearing the Russia t-shirt after the day after the election. You know, I mean, so, again, this is like, uh, and Joe, you, you brought up the analogy, it's like putting together a puzzle. When you hear the connections are this blatant and this obvious, it's like, you know, a 36 piece puzzle that you get by for a a five-year-old you know? yeah it's not even this, it's yeah it's like well uh, i can do this there's four shit. pieces and they're all corners yeah they're four <laughs> exactly <laughs> <laughs> so it's like you know God damn it what the oh it, it's just it, it, i mean it, seriously you could not make this stupid shit up and i want to play this uh clip one more time from um Oh, was it uh, Bakari? Uh... Oh, man. What was it? I, I have the clip here. I got to find it. There's so many short clips. It's, yes, uh, yeah, by, uh, uh, yeah, Bakari Sellers. Here we go. Uh, here. This looks like a House of Cards plot run by the Three Stooges. Exactly. That's mm. where we are. It's nonsense. It's so stupid. So, uh, all right. Well, uh, any any final thoughts on that before we get to Mad Libs? Any of that? Yeah, just uh, r- rest in peace, Joe I'm Scarborough. Just, I'm just soaking it in. Rest in peace, Joe Scarborough. As uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, He's retiring the R after his name. There you go. And uh, uh, Kat, you want to say anything before we get to uh, Mad Libs on that? I just wonder how long it's going to be before we start seeing bodies mysteriously turning up of different people involved in this mess i don't know we might want to actually uh you know see if we can get some investigative journalists on the bodies that are already there 
the that were created by the uh, the Putin regime. Well, Vlad the Richard Engel did a pretty good job of breaking down <laughs> over a hundred people who've mysteriously died over the last several years who were opponents of the uh, Putin regime or disappointed Putin in some way. Mm. Okay. Well, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll see what happens after that. But, uh, and, and please, no jokes about dead end turns with Joe Scarborough right now. Um, I didn't say anything. I know. So <laughs> I, I, I thought it. I, I went. But. I went. I went you dark. My mind. And I apologize. I'll buzz myself <laughs> and do it again. Uh, so, all right, Mad Libs, everybody. We need to get to this uh, because we're at the end of the program. Only need a few words from uh, everybody here. So, let's go ahead and uh, get to this. I'm as mad as hell, and I'm not gonna take this anymore. This is madness. Don't get mad. Get Mad Libs. <laughs> get it because they're wacky okay so here we go um i don't need many um so let's see we'll go alphabetical so joe i need an animal a dog dog all right and uh so let me see alphabetical would be cat uh wrong page let me get to the right page uh, cat, I need an adverb describing a, a, a verb, describing an action. Cat, are you there? Uh, sorry, I muted for a moment and forgot to unmute. Criminally. Uh, uh, okay, well, bef- uh, I'll put that in in a second, but I I, I got to play this uh, quick uh, drop then. You Is know. this thing on? Is this thing on? And uh, let me see a verb. No, 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 uh, no. Miles, actually, I'll give you the 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 best one of the night. Miles, a type of liquid. Bile. Bile. Ooh, that's a good one. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> One that we're becoming all too familiar with lately. Yes, that is a taste that we're used to. Ooh, yeah. uh, okay, so verb, past tense, Joe. Trumped. Trumped. <laughs> and the same for you, cat. I also need a past tense verb. Arrested. Arrested it is. And Miles, a past tense verb. Licked. (laughs) Okay, so here we go. We have two. And uh, does anybody know, uh, do you you recall the great awk? The great awk of... it, 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 it's a what do you call it? Um, an extinct uh, flightless bird. The auk kind of looks like a penguin. Huh, no, I, no. I I've heard of it. I've seen pictures of it, but mm-hmm. I've never actually seen one in real life. Well, they went extinct in the uh, <laughs> uh, eight. Let me see. They went extinct in the nineteenth century. 
So that would make sense. Yes, yes. So that's what this is. It, it, the, the title of this Mad Libs is The Poor Spotted Ock. I wonder what, I wonder if they tasted like chicken. So we'll never know. We'll never know. So here we go. The Poor Spotted Ock. The Ock is a bird which will soon be extinct. Well, it's already extinct. When were these fucking Mad Libs written? Um... The auk is a bird which will soon be extinct because hunters keep shooting it so they can sell its boots to women who wear them on their puppies. That actually worked out okay. <laughs> My dogs are barking. Um, the government should establish slushy game preserves where auks can build nests and lay eggs where they would be safe from their natural enemies. The dopey otter in the underwater dog. Go. Got to watch out for those underwater dogs, everybody. So, <laughs> others sneak up and eat the poor ox huckleberries. <laughs> <laughs> of course, a female ox. <laughs> of course, a female ox can lay five thousand toads a year. Wow. And if they are all hatched in a short time, we would all be up to our slingshot in ox. Remember, a rusty ox is an incompetent link. Or uh, ox. A rusty ox is an incompetent ox. All right. It worked. It kind of worked on a few levels there, but not many. Not many. All right, this one is a fairy tale, everybody. Well, not a fairy tale, but uh, maybe a, a bedtime story. The Three Little Pigs, everybody. Come on, y'all remember that one? <laughs> Once upon a time, there were three little pigs who decided to build themselves houses. The first pig was vacant, and he built his house out of circus peanuts. The second pig worked very criminally and built a house out of harlots. But the third pig was obese. <laughs> he built his house out of reporters and bile. <laughs> that must have been Trump. Sounds like the White House built it yeah. out of reporters and bile. Uh, then one day, a big wolf came along. When he saw the first pig's house, he trumped <laughs> and he arrested. He trumped. He trumped and he arrested until he blew it down. Then he blew down the second one's, uh, the, uh, I'm sorry, the second pig's tea kettle. But no matter how hard he licked, he couldn't blow down the third pig's flag. The moral of the story is, once the proctologist has come, to, uh, come home to roost, it's too late to whitewash the walls. I don't even understand that. <laughs> you would if you were a proctologist. Uh, yeah, there, that was a, those are some those are bad libs. I wouldn't even call those mad libs. Those were both pretty lame. Uh, I mean, and, and not for the submissions of folks. They were poorly written. So, but I'll tell you what, that was from off the wall mad libs, and I think that book is completely filled. Oh no, there's a few more. There's a, there's a couple more in it. Not many. But yeah, I gotta buy some more Mad Libs, everybody. Good stuff. So uh, that was like the uh, so so that book is like the uh, the bird. It's extinct now. It, yes, it is. It has one more. It's got one more go around. Uh, but yes, the auk, the auk. So the incredible auk. 
Uh, I understand that's what Auckland is named after, right? Yeah. Yeah. Brokehammer says sad, sad lib. So, <laughs> but yes, <laughs> Auckland. <laughs> nice. That's <laughs> what I understand. Never mind. <laughs> I dig it. All right, let's go ahead and ramp things up right now. That was fun. Uh, the Mad Libs weren't as fun as normal, but but I, I, I those were like the last two in the book, so you gotta forgive me. Uh, they'll 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 be better. I seriously want to start writing my own, and you know what? I'm gonna put it out there right now. If you want to write your own Mad Libs and send them to me, preferably on Facebook. Uh, but if you want to email them to me, shoot me a, a message on Facebook or Twitter at Ken Pickles on uh, Twitter or Kenny Pick on Facebook. You can do that. Uh, you know, just shoot me a, a quick message and uh, write your own Mad Libs, or just post them on the Turnips page. No, no, don't do that because then it'll be spoiled for everybody. Yeah. They need to be secret. They need to be secret. So, all right, you have let's to treat get... it like a health care bill. That is true. Don't that treat is it true. Like Donnie Jr.'s emails. Got yeah, <laughs> right. yeah. Don't don't just put them out there before you talk to no, a no. lawyer. Talk to a lawyer and then send it to Julian Assange, and then have Julian Assange send it to me. Uh, <laughs> because I don't know if you saw that was another thing. I got to mention that before we go. It, uh, but Julian Assange talked to uh he he messaged um uh idiot boy donnie jr today and said oh let us release those emails let us release your emails for you on wikileaks yeah and um, another fundraiser to do yeah another fundraiser or just another way to undermine america and our democratic process uh you know for the sake of the uh the the fucking stumped on trump cult Whatever. I don't know. I, I, I tweeted back at him, but I'm sure, you know, nobody ever, nobody famous ever tweets me back. And I don't care. <laughs> so, you know, I think we should, we should, uh, we should bomb Ecuador and take them. Oh, no, I don't know about that. Then that would be our answer. <laughs> it could I, be. I yeah, saw an article, if I may, um, about, you know how Trump blocks people on Facebook? No, yes. no Twitter. Blocks people on Twitter, and, and he is being sued. He is because yes. it's an official uh, presidential speech thing, and people are like, "No, that's government stuff. You can't block us. That's unconstitutional." Uh, yeah, I saw that too. Uh, that was great. I, I'm somebody. Uh, oh yeah, you sent it earlier uh, to the Mike Check Radio uh, group. But Miles, uh, take this time, make this your parting shot. Did you want to elaborate on that more, or you got anything else? No, that's all I really had on it. I, I, so. that, that's my parting shot, effectively. Uh, you know, except, you know, catch me on my, you know, uh, yeah, Mike Check Radio. Mike Check Radio, every Saturday, 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly. Miles, Michelle, Adam, John Kendall on the mend. We'll see. Kendall on the Mendel. And, of course, uh, I'll be there as well for the, the back half of the program. Um, uh, Kat, what do you have on the way out of the program? Um, just want to let everyone know I will continue to keep an eye on what's happening with the um, protesters at Portman's office here in Columbus and reiterate what I said about the police, uh, the FOP, standing up for people who kick in the heads of unarmed people of color. It's 
just is not a good uh, good look on you there, FOP. All right, all right, very good. Oh, and by the way, I found the Julian Assange tweet. Um, it, it says, uh, contacted Trump Jr. this morning on why he should publish his emails, i.e. with us, two hours later, does it himself. And I put, LOL, of course you did. Anything uh, to help the Trump cult undermine our democracy from your little safe space. I got uh, eight likes on that and two retweets. <laughs> so, <laughs> <laughs> so I'll take it. I'll take it. And, of course, uh, last but not least, at uh, Marnus3, Joe Santorsa, of course, Scrantorsa. I'm giving you more names than people in that Russian novel now. Um, I know. <laughs> uh, of course, uh, Tim Carmel. Uh, the, the Tim Carmel show, I'll be on there with you. This Sunday, Eric said it. Adam will be there as well. Um, uh, but yeah, what's your uh, parting shot tonight, sir? Uh, my, my parting shot is is that Auckland wasn't named after the bird. I didn't figure it was. I thought you were just. Uh, I didn't funny. either. I didn't either. So. But but um, Scooter Cans uh, said it's it's named after the Earl of Auckland. Mm. So uh, I guess the Earl was named after the bird, and then you know. I thought it was named after Scott Ackerman from. Uh, um, <laughs> Mr. But Show put a, and Comedy Bang Bang. That could be. Yeah. But they put a C in it for some reason, but, you know. Uh, oh, extra, extra consonants. What are they for? You know, it's just like, did you ever look at, they, they, the British spell things wrong anyway. Oh, I know. So do Republicans you know, just, all the time. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, how do they know what Auckland's? Especially Trump like? supporters. They're like, I mean, they just, yes. they just kind of like, smash their face against the keyboard and they're like words are happening from my face yeah he won you moran yeah (laughs) get a brain moran yeah Yeah. so so yeah so so yeah just to correct that that was a joke auckland is not it was not named after the bird it was named after earl of auk yes i i caught the joke too so uh don't worry (laughs) the earl Uh, of auk I'm not gonna throw you under the bus like uh, like uh, daddy dad fat daddy did to baby Donald. Baby Donnie. Yeah. <laughs> hey, what is that, Donald Jr.? Oh, that's the transmission of a bus. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> beep beep beep. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, I don't have much of anything to say, but uh, hopefully Rain will be back with us in full force this Friday. Of course, P.S. Mueller will be on with us, and we will have all the other unfurling developments in the uh, Trump-Russia saga, which, holy shit, this was a good day to be a a non-Trump fan. (laughs) (laughs) It really was. It really was. Yeah, it was. Yeah, and of course, check out all the other fine programs on Indie Media Weekly, and uh, just listen 24-7. Don't listen to anything else. Although... I, I would recommend go going and checking out Jake Tapper and Rachel Maddow and uh, even Shepard Smith. Shepard Smith was on fire today. I might have some Shep Smith for you on Friday. But again, uh, Miles, Cat, thank you very much for being with us tonight. I very much appreciate that. Thank no you problem. for having me on despite my uh, tardiness. Damn it. <laughs> Miles? Uh, I, I blame corporate firewalls. That's all right. Miles? Yeah, anytime, uh, anytime you need me, I'll be around. All right, and Joe, it's good to be, have you back in full force. And, of course, uh, we'll uh, get this uh, party started again this Friday, right? I can't wait. There ain't no party like a Scranton party. 
Uh, or a turn up the night party. Good night, everybody. Or- That's it. Over and out. Rock and roll. God bless America. Time for go to bed. I'm finished. Goodbye. We now conclude broadcast activities. On behalf of the management and staff, we wish you a pleasant good night. Thank you. Good night, Lawrence. (laughs) That's it. (laughs) This stinks to holy hell. What the hell?